the clock. You know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Happy Friday, everybody. It's the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And joining me, as always, on the program, the one and only Joe Santorsa in Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, also heard on the Tim Coromel Show. Welcome, sir. Thank you. I'm here. You are. You are. And um, uh, I'm sure the clown car is going to be magnificent this uh, Sunday. Uh, We'll be uh, reviewing the uh, Spicer Chronicles. Oh, dear. Yeah. So uh, we'll have a little (laughs) something to say about that spicy meatball tonight on the program. And, of course, joining us out of the Beltway Bureau in Washington, D.C., also from Four Freedoms Blog, it's the one and only Rain. Hello, Rain. Hello. I and can tell you something. You, c- you can. And actually, I would like you to because uh, I-, I teased everybody, and I think everybody has a pretty good idea what's going on. But this is this is kind of an exciting uh, moment in, in the Beltway Bureau right now because you have some, some house guests, and you f- well, feel free to introduce them. Basically, it's not just house guests. We have decided to continue to drain the swamp by bringing in... <laughs> Are rototators. Rototators, so yes. So tonight, rototors, whatever we call them. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight, in our house, in the Beltway Bureau, we have Miles and Michelle. Hello. Yeah. Hey there. Do-do-do. And it's it, amazing. Yeah, I, I suppose we, we should uh, probably give a little bit of fanfare for that. I mean, because this this doesn't happen every day that you get somebody in uh, in studio there. there. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Port St. Lucie, Florida, to Washington D. No, to New York via Washington D.C. Miles and Michelle. Right now they're D.C. Yeah, I yes. know. <laughs> saying to New York via Washington D.C. So. Uh, yeah. So, uh, how was the how was the the first leg of the drive? It was a drive. Uh, I'm used to driving, so yeah, it, it helps when you have someone you know you can just chat with and talk about how great Trump is. And <laughs> uh, no, it was a drive. Everything was fine. Yes. You know, it, it was actually cu- cutting the drive in half. We stopped in Florence, South Carolina, a good halfway point between here and. Uh, where we where we live down there in South Carolina. Yeah, just just before south of the border. I used to love that place as a kid, and now it just makes me feel sad. <laughs> well, you know. south of the border that looks like Mexico, but really it's all Chinese stuff. Yeah, but it's also kind of a, a, you know racist and bigoted billboards and stuff with yeah, Pedro. Well, yeah. It kind of makes me really feel stereotypical. Crappy. Yeah. Yeah. So now, but it's good that you, uh, you know, you remembered that uh, Michelle was with you, Miles. Because <laughs> I would, 
it, it's hard to forget. She's such an awesome person. Well, uh, because um, uh, unfortunately, I can attest to that. Now that I've met both Miles and Michelle in person, they are both very awesome people. Yeah, and and in now now in Joe, you know, you being a man having a, a lovely wife, um, <laughs> if you were standing up in front of a bunch of people and said something like this, it's only seventeen seconds. So let, let's see what you think might happen. But I just want to thank everybody, the first responders. Uh, on behalf of myself, our vice president, Melania really wanted to be with us. She's, She's right really, beside you. It's really touched her heart what's going on, and we've seen the devastation. Uh, we're going to see some more of it now, unfortunately. And yeah, so Trump was in Florida with Governor Rick Scott, <laughs> Mike Pence, and definitely Melania. Uh, maybe he didn't notice because she was wearing a little white baseball cap. She kind of looked like a she kind of looked like a, a weird weird little boy. Um, but um, then he definitely would have noticed white hat and a little boy, <laughs> yeah, especially the white hat. True, true. But. <laughs> I mean, Joe, to me, it kind of sounds like he totally forgot his wife was standing right next to him. He pointed and uh, looked at Pence. I sort of saw that video, and I think he bumped her even. Oh, I think wow. he actually Excuse me, sir. bumped into her. Excuse me, little uh, boy. <laughs> wow. It was weird. It was it, weird. I'll put the video in the chat because it really was weird. Like, she's nodding her head, being a very good, obedient wife. And when he said, Melania wants to be here, she, she kind of so put her head down and then slowly raised her head up and then just kind of looked at him in that very Melania way. Oh. And then she, looked, then she looked away. And I just felt like, oh, she heard what he said. Dumb, yeah. you are a dumbass. I'm right here, but I can't say anything because prenup. Trump's got issues, and I'm and I'm just going to throw this out there as a you know, uh, you, you you might say he. There's all kinds of possibilities. Did he do that intentionally to give a dig at her, or is her is his mental facilities failing so bad that he honestly? Forgot she came with him on this trip. Um, I'm I mean, gonna go with the latter. I'm going with the mental facility. Somebody, yeah, somebody might re even refer to Donald Trump as a dotard. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I seriously, I'm gonna go with the latter because there was there was a um, and oh by the way, fuck Chris Eliza, but there was a poll that was taken out and the, <laughs> really? the poll, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm gonna explain this to you in a minute. The Good. poll basically came out, and it turns out that Melania Trump is the most popular of all of the Trumps. Probably because and, and, she, she's relatively quiet. Well, yeah. well, there's that. But Chris Saliza came out and said a majority of Americans love Melania Trump. In that oh. poll, she hit 40%. Wow. It's not... She's almost above water. <laughs> just... So, Maybe uh, he meant a, a majority of the Chris Eliza fans. Just I don't even know. So yeah, I, I, mean, I, don't, I, I, I really think, think he did not realize she was there. Chris Eliza. Yeah, I think Chris Eliza. Uh, you know, uh, using the word majority. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Yeah. So. Well, uh, <laughs> I, I would. I would give credit to Trump in this regard. When he said uh, Melania wished she could be here and his gaze didn't kind of wander over to her just, and, and him just blurting out, hey, you're kind of hot. 
Who are you? <laughs> oh, I thought you uh, at first when you said it, I, I thought you were, Donald Trump has gays that would wander over. What? No. <laughs> was Milo? Was Milo there? No. <laughs> that would be the only gay that would wander yeah, over. M- Milo. Let's, let's start Milo, that. Over. Yeah, Milo and uh, and uh, that idiot from uh, 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 Gateway Pundit. Um, by the way, Milo Yippiapolis has his little free speech event that's just out of Berkeley the coming soon. It's just crumbled and all kinds of people have canceled. So he was going to have the Pizzagate asshole there and then that Lucian freak from uh, Gateway Pundit and I forget who else. Just really the most awful anti- um, you know, just just the worst smear merchants alive, basically. So you know, it would have been better if they called it a, a smear merchant fest rather than a free speech so fest. Milo couldn't get people from Facebook to show up. Uh, I guess not. So maybe the Russian, yeah. maybe the ruble well <laughs> ran dry. Um, yep. Uh-huh. So <laughs> so now uh, well, I brought up the word dotard, uh, and uh, in case anybody doesn't know what dotard means, um, well. Uh, <laughs> uh, after Donald Trump uh, did uh, the, the, this the other day, we will have no choice but to totally destroy North Korea. Yeah, um, mm. and, and then he referred to Kim Jong Un as Rocket Man, worst nickname ever because it sounds cool. You don't call <laughs> one of our enemies by a cool-sounding nickname. You call him, you know, dope doughy pants or you know. Fat boy, whatever. But seriously, or I never heard the word dotard before until Kim Jong Un uh, made a statement about it, and uh, and and so I had to look it up. I thought when he put the, when he put that out there, I, I honestly, I'm just gonna say it right now. I thought he made up a word combining Donald and retard. So did and, I. And it's wrong. It's wrong, you know, for me to to go there, but it would be wrong for him to do that. But no, Dotard, D-O-T-A-R-D, is an old person, especially one who's become weak or senile. So, all right, Kim Jong-un right Love now, it. I'm going to say this. I hate the man. He's a butcher. He's crazy. He, he I mean, he should be dead. He should be dead. Um, and, you know, there should be a new regime. I don't think we should be the ones to do it. Uh, I think China is is a much better position to do so. China, and um, but I will say the one, the only good thing, well, no, the second good thing uh, is well, the first good thing is getting Dennis Rodman out of the country for extended periods of time. Uh, (laughs) The the second uh, good thing he's done is teach Americans what dotard means because I think dotard Trump is a wonderful name. It's better than Fat Donnie, Sleazy Don, uh, Fat Daddy Donald, all the different dumb names, you know, the, 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 that I've come it's, up with. Dotard it's Trump. It's really an all-inclusive word that really covers it all very nicely. Yeah. Is it is it pronounced dotard or dotard, like doddering old fool? I'm looking at it, it's dotard, so yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, but, but it's yeah. the same, it comes from the same word group, right? Um, I could look it up. Doddering. Um, I, I just... I love this word origins. I think it dote. does. Dote, uh, middle English, middle English from dote plus ard. <laughs> so I'm not getting a lot of information <laughs> on it, uh, but yeah, uh, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, think I, Shakespeare, I would say Shakespeare is Yeah. Did you yeah, really? Yeah, I, 
I, I thought of it as first as doddering. Because that's believe, a word I'm recognizing with, so. you know, D-O-D-D-E-R-I-N-G. Which means, you know, an old man or woman. You know, in a disparate... Yeah. Trump. <laughs> it's Trump. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. So, but even, so, here's the thing, and I've seen yeah. this several times on social media, and i got to agree. The bottom line is that North Korea has a better thesaurus than Trump. Apparently so. So, uh, it looks like daughter might not be related. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of looking at, uh, here and there, but it doesn't matter. Daughter, daughter Trump. That's <laughs> magical. And you know, and again, I, 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 I hate to use a word that Kim Jong Un or whoever. We know Kim Jong Un didn't look that up, so he, he had somebody write that for him. Oh yeah, you know, because um, he's like he's like you know the the you know North Korean Trump. He's just not Absolutely. quite. A, he really he's is. just not quite a dotard yet. He's kind of a dullard, um, you know, and uh, has really, really shitty choice in haircuts. Um, but who? Uh, who? Kim, does, Kim? Which one? Trump or both, Kim? Both. <laughs> Do, does does anyone know if if dotard trended on Scott uh, t- uh, Twitter at all? Oh, oh yes. dotard, dotard yes. Trump. Oh, yeah. Dotard was, Trump was trending. Uh, for a long time today. Very nice. Oh, it was it was beautiful. Let me see if what let me see if it's still uh, going on there. I it might be, but I doubt it. Um, the thing uh, is, is that no. I'm pretty sure that if Kim Kim Jong Un, but I I don't think that he would have forgotten that his wife was there if he had a wife. <laughs> <laughs> he I, has a wife. I agree. He does. Oh it's yeah, a, he's married. To well, a I didn't know that. Oh yeah, he's married, and I think she's pregnant. Actually, oh, I think my goodness. Kim Jr. is on the way, I believe. Oh, well, great. Kim Jong. Yeah, he's, he's Kim Jong. Uh, Kim Jong Unger? I don't know. Kim Jong he's, launch, he's, he's launching little missiles already from, <laughs> Kim Jong from the womb. Oh, dear. There's so many dirty jokes there. Kim yeah. Jong womb. Is that it? Well, uh, then now Kylie Jenner, Kylie Jenner, everybody. I know this all. This is huge breaking news right now. Kylie Jenner, she's pregnant. Everyone, that's trending on Twitter because that's important, America. Oh, lovely. God, I hate people. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, but yeah. So um, at least she's not out there promoting her Coke or Pepsi or whatever it was. Oh God! Whatever. Yeah, was that her? Oh, okay, that one. Yeah. Okay. That was her. That stupid ass. I'm closing Twitter now. So, because that made me mad. Uh, so, all right. So here we go. So that was that was something that happened in 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 this. This was just fucking weird. Trump with uh, South Korean President Moon Jae In the other day. Uh, th- this is what happened. You'll hear a little bit of a translation from uh, from the South Korean president, and then Trump's follow up, which. Will it will it surprise anybody that his follow up makes zero sense whatsoever? No. Okay. I, I just wanted to make make sure. So here you no. go. North Korea has continued to make uh, provocations, and uh, this is extremely deplorable. And uh, this is this has angered uh, both me and our people. Well, thank you very much, and I'm very happy that you used the word deplorable. I was very interested in the I didn't tell them. I, I promise I did not tell him to do that. <laughs> uh, he, so you're happy that he compared the actions of North Korea 
to the you, you think that that was you were happy about that because Hillary Clinton said that the white nationalists who supported you in the Klan who supported you and all the other racists who supported you Trump dotard Trump you thought that that was really cool that he said lumped you I guess in the same basket as Kim Jong Un then I, I mean that's what I have to get from that. Very happy to use yeah, that word deplorable because nobody else ever used that word before in the history of anything except when Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton. I can't stop thinking about her. Get her out of my head. Um, well, yeah, that's you know what? You make a good point. He never heard that word before uh, until Hillary. And now suddenly it's the best word ever. I have words of the best words. Uh, the best words. Even when I use them from somebody else. I'm uh, glad well. you used that word. Shakespeare loved the word "dotard." See that? I love that joke. Oh. I didn't yes, know yeah, that. that is. It's Shakespearean. Awesome. I know words. I have the best words. Sorry, I had best to get words. That I never read Shakespeare. <clears throat> I never did. I never understood him. Somebody in North Korea did. Well, now I'm. I'm yeah, I think that's I'm where they got it. Yeah, I think they got it. Yeah. That's fascinating to me. Yeah, dotard yeah. Trump, everybody. Dotard. Yeah. Dotard. <laughs> oh my god, you're such a dirt. What a D. Nerdered. Um yeah. So oh and by the way, if, if uh, has anybody watched and because season two is coming out, uh haters back off on uh Netflix. I'm not I'm not sure if you know who she is, but there's a there's a YouTube uh performer in her her name is uh, Miranda Sings. Anybody I familiar don't. with Miranda Sings? She's hilarious. Sort of, yeah. She's hilarious. She puts on like really heavy, like this big ring of red lipstick around her face, and she like has like wiggly eyebrows, and she thinks she's re- a really awesome singer. In reality, the actress who plays the character is an, an amazing singer, but she can do she per- plays a really bad singer um, called Miranda Sings. And there's a really great Netflix series. The season one came out last year. Season two is coming out this October. Uh, so I just rewatched the series. Um, <clears throat> Uh, and and I hadn't watched it since last year when it first came out. And I was like, and I'm watching this, and she's just like, you know, she she constantly throws fits over the dumbest little things. She, um, uh, you know, she always wants people to inflate her ego and, you know, has her uncle's a yes man and tells her how wonderful she is all the time. And I'm like, oh, my God, we have President Miranda Sings. So I might refer to Trump from time to time as President Miranda Sings. I'll get in. And the funny thing is, she actually read some of Trump's tweets um, as as herself, well as the character Miranda Sings. And I was like, "Oh my god!" It was so funny because you know she she uses the term haters a lot, and the character's been around for a while, you know. And <clears throat> uh, but I can't do her any justice trying to do an impression. But yes. Donald Trump is also not not to dotage Trump, but he's also President Miranda Sings, uh, and if anybody checks it out, you'll you'll totally get it. Um, <clears throat> but uh, but yeah, so uh, the, the look for that on Netflix. Haters back off. It also has um, uh, the actress who uh, oh I forget her name, but she played uh, she was in the office as um, Oh, Joe, what was your name? The blonde, um, the up, uh, the uptight blonde, um, Dwight's girlfriend. Why can't I remember her name? I'm a bad person. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm lost now. 
So, uh, <laughs> uh, Angela, Angela. And I should know that. It's Angela. So yeah, the, so the right, actress right, who, right. the actress who played Angela plays her mother in it, and then um, uh, there's a, a, a couple other notable actors in it, um, and uh, yeah, I think actually uh, Ben Stiller makes a cameo in it too. But anyway, it's a good show. Haters back off. Uh, you, you, you'll you know see shades of Trump there. But anyway, um, uh, so yeah. Now, this is the biggest thing right now, uh, in addition to all of this that's going on of the North Korea stuff, the ongoing Russia investigation, right? Well. It's ongoing, yes. Wait. What? There's a Russian investigation? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Have you been watching Fox News? Oh, yeah, I have. (laughs) So... Fill me in, please. Well, this this was amazing, and and Miles and Michelle, I'm not sure if you saw this, but we we had a, a pretty lengthy uh, guffaw over this in our production chat. Mike Pence was on uh, CBS this morning with Charlie Rose, and okay. listened very closely to the question asked by Charlie Rose. He's a little mush mouth here, but you'll get the basic <laughs> gist of it. Okay. But listen to the question that Charlie Rose asks. I'll, I'll play it, and then I'll play it again. I'll pause it before Pence answers. And then I want you to pay close attention to what Pence's answer is. So here, here's the question, everybody. Again, Charlie Rose, a little, little mush mouth, but you'll get it. Do you believe uh, the investment, Mr. Mueller, is exceeding uh, his jurisdiction? Okay, there we go. Do you believe Mr. Mueller, and he almost said in the investigation, is, do you believe Mueller is exceeding his jurisdiction? Okay. That's the question. Okay. Sure. Probably know how to answer that. You know, well, you know, but we're not going to get into it. So anyway, we'll let him ask the question again and hear his response. Do you believe uh, the investment, Mr. Mueller, is exceeding uh, his jurisdiction? Well, I think I think that's uh, that's for others to say. Uh, what I can assure you is that we're fully cooperating uh, with uh, the special counsel, and we'll continue to do that. Uh, I've, I've made clear that during my time on the campaign, I, I was not aware of any contacts or any collusion with Russian officials. And I stand by that. And as I said, we'll, we'll provide any information the special counsel requires. But, you know, honestly, this is not what the American people are focused on. Okay. Uh, um. <laughs> do you remember... It was Al Franken. He was questioning somebody and asked this guy a question. And this guy answered, and he answered, He didn't answer the question, but he implicated uh-huh. himself somehow by... Mm-hmm. It was Jeff Sessions. Jeff Sessions. Okay. Sure. Yeah. And so I'm getting, remembering that when this, when <laughs> Pence is saying, I'm not involved in any of the collusion. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, so you know, question, it's like collusion. What collusion? The question, yeah. yeah. The question. I mean, I, I saw collusion. Mueller is exceeding his jurisdiction. Well, I, nope. I didn't know anything about anything. Well, no, and I wasn't there during that phone call that night. And, no, uh, the, definitely. The gun is not at the bottom of the pond. I did not know what it is. Yes. <laughs> well, now here's the thing. Tommy Christopher, who posted this said it reminded him of, and this is so funny because I just watched this the other day, my favorite TV show of all time, Mr. Show with Bob and David. Um, Tommy Christopher said it looks like Pence had his own shampoo moment. And for no, for people who don't know what that is, I'm going to play the audio, the, the pertinent audio. It's kind of long, but I'm going to play you this 
um, from Mr. Show with Bob and David. You'll hear Bob Odenkirk, uh, David Cross, and uh, John... Uh, I can't remember his last name, but but anyway. Uh, it's mostly Bob Bob Odenkirk and David Cross. But And, and Bob Odenkirk is playing a, an airport... Um, uh, like a TSA kind of kind of customs, customs yeah, dude. a customs guy. Thank you, customs guy. Yeah. And David Cross and his buddy just got back from a trip to Europe where they went to Amsterdam. So uh, this is the this is uh, what uh, Tommy Christopher was reminded of this, and I like a fod so much when he put the link in there for this. Next passport. Oh man, being back in the U.S. is a bummer, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> being in Amsterdam was awesome. Yeah. Fucking cheap, oh, legal weed. What more do you want, man? I know. Hey, uh, where'd you put your stash? Oh, man, check it out. I put put it inside baggies and then put baggies inside my shampoo. That way the dogs don't smell it. Foolproof plan, I think. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, what'd you do with your stuff? Uh, I got it all under control. Next. <laughs> Passport. Yep. Where are you coming from? Uh, England. Uh, I mean, that's where my flight was. Because I missed my other flight. But, you know, uh, all over Europe, you know, up and down. You know. Up and down? Yeah, you know, up and down, all around. You know, uh, upper places, take a train to lower places uh-huh. like Italy, and then also up, too. I see you went to Amsterdam. <laughs> Amsterdam. Oh, you mean Holland. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was in uh, Italy, and uh, I shampooed up to Holland. <laughs> Sorry, uh, you, you what? Took a train. You had a Eurail pass? Yeah, I had a shampoo pass. Okay, do you have anything to declare? Uh, What do you mean? Did you purchase anything overseas? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, just stuff I needed, you know, shampoo, uh, baggies. I mean, you know, baggies for the shampoo, to put inside the shampoo, to put shampoo inside the baggies, you know, so I could have it with me when I was out and about, you know, and to travel. And, uh, but, you know, that, I, was that anything? Else? No, that was it, you know, just, just shampoo. <laughs> All right, did you purchase any fruits or vegetables or perishables? Just shampoo. Uh, uh, it's apple scented, is why I said that. You know, uh, um, does that count? I was wondering, is it apple a fruit or a vegetable? That's one of those things I always wanted to know. You buy it as the seed roll with, I don't know. With the... That doesn't count, sir. Great, shampoo. What? Uh, I just said shampoo because uh, it says that on your name tag there. <laughs> no, it doesn't. My name is Keith. <laughs> it's, it, there, it's, there it is. <laughs> I, <laughs> I caught you looking <laughs> at the game. <laughs> I win. <laughs> all right, so is this all your luggage? Uh, yeah. No. Wait, I mean, this is all I have. I don't know. Why should I have more? I mean, no. You, what's going on here? I mean, you're asking me a lot of questions here, you know? I mean, yeah. what is this, some sort of shampoo court? I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you guys are watching this, but everybody's seeing this guy's shampooing me here, you know? I mean, you know, last time I checked, it was okay to travel around Europe and get as much shampoo as you wanted, you know? I mean, what happened to my shampoo rights? It's, it's okay, sir. It's all right. Don't try to shampoo a shampooer. It's all right, sir. You can go. Shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Passport. <laughs> Where are you coming from? Uh, I was in Italy, and then I took a balloon on my ass to Spain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 All right, you can go. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. So, and that was John uh, Ennis who uh, took the balloon up his ass to Spain. So, <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, you got it. It's Pence. Yeah, the, so yeah, there you go. Uh, uh, that was uh, Pence's shampoo moment. <laughs> but you know, it kills me. This is like not the first time he's done this. No. I mean, he he's like Sessions. I'm I'm glad that Miles brought that up. Like Sessions. Here's the question asked. Answer completely not relevant to the question. Well, don't you remember so, when uh, 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 what's his face session says I did not have any information about that. Yes, I didn't not, didn't not. So, <laughs> so that means I did. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it looks it, uh, uh, it looks <laughs> guilty as fuck. So that, that's that's all. This little chuckly Santa face. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> his face was borscht red in that too, buddy. It, uh, it was. It was oh, so red. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> anyway, well, I'll tell you what. Let's look li- li- for. Uh, uh, maybe we should. Should we play macaroni for Mike Pence and Trump? Yeah. Play that anytime. I love that song. I do too. <laughs> Yeah, who doesn't? So, all right, well, I'll tell you what. Let's go ahead and uh, play this song of love and outreach from Macaroni. Take a break. And, of course, the Beltway Bureau is overflowing. Overflowing right now. Sorry, I had a hiccup when I said this. It was overflowing. Uh, <laughs> now, the Beltway Bureau is overflowing with goodness and joy right now with the the, the uh, two power couples in one spot, of course. Uh, and Bobber might be joining us on this program later, too. Uh, but, of course, uh, 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 Miles and Michelle. So glad uh, you had a, a good trip so far, and uh, we're looking forward to your report on the way back, uh, or when you get back home. And uh, yeah, so we'll be right back with me, Rain, um, uh, Joe, Michelle, and Miles right after this. Again, more love for macaroni coming up right here. The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear. When you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off what you need when you run out of weed or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed this is what you need when them ends don't meet this is what you need when you fighting in the street this is what you play when you all the way through this is what you play when you say fuck you fuck you. this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air you. if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers in the air something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking Uh. fingers in the air this is what you play if your boss is a jerk this is what you play when you on the way to work 
This is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession what you play when politicians don't listen This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my food This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. 
You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan, co-host and Dungeon Master of Mike Check Radio. And I am Miles Lagan, co-host and Galaxy Master of Mike Check Radio. You know, a Galaxy Master is just a glorified Dungeon Master, except for you played with laser swords. They're called lightsabers? Anyways, tune in every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern to hear host Adam Hebert and us discuss politics and nerd stuff. Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my god! They've killed Kenny! You bastards! What a worth It's showtime! It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And of course, joining me as always on the program, Mr. Joe Santorsa in Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, sir. Hi. And you will be tested like you've never been before. Oh, yes? Yes. Okay, Just cool. like Kim Jong-un. Yes, oh, that's right. He tested, yes. <laughs> test. Uh, <laughs> this is a test. No, a test if for had, emergency broadcast. If, if it had been an actual alert, my wig would have fallen off and I would have run. You would hear the screeching dotard. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would love to hear Trump say dotard. Dude, uh, <laughs> give me uh, one year. And of course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington D.C. Welcome back to the program. Hello. I always love weekends when he's up in New Jersey and not in D.C. The air yeah. is cleaner. It's less sure. orange. Yeah, and we get great tweets. And and yeah. also, believe it or not, both Miles and Michelle Lagan uh, are in the Beltway Bureau right now. Amazingly enough, on Miles' phone, and they sound amazingly crystal clear. Both of them on one phone. Yes, and, uh, thank you. But I, I just have to give a quick heads up. We ate at a very nice uh, Mexican restaurant this evening. So every so often, I may have to touch Michelle's arm and tell her I'm sorry. But otherwise, oh, we're yes. good to go. Yes. Yeah, so, well. Uh. <laughs> and wonderful margaritas, too. That combined with Bobber's uh, uh, wonderful brews, we're in trouble. Uh-oh. Yeah, here's, so, here's the thing. They're yeah. on the main level. They have direct yes. access to the taps. Yes, go I on, do. Michelle. You, mean, you know. Go I, on, go get some more hazelnut porter. Go do it. Do it. <laughs> I am so happy. I, I'm so happy to let you know. I absolutely. I, I have uh, two brand new clips, male and female. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Very nice. So, that's the only clip I actually have of Miranda sings. <laughs> that's her. So she. <laughs> she <laughs> <laughs> she, she'll belt she, she'll belt that one didn't even taste good so <laughs> well, I hope Michelle burps tonight I hope she burps some delicious hazelnut porter there you go <laughs> excellent I don't do much belching but uh, your dogs are very attentive to the laptop I warned oh. you no, it's okay. And the other one is, is sleeping on Miles' shoes, so I can't tell you what, what that means. <laughs> yeah, so all the dogs are upstairs with them. Yeah. Um, Duke, I think I've mentioned this to the show before, Duke has a fascination with laptops. Just yes. don't leave it alone around him. Oh. Oh. <laughs> 
true story. It's a true story. One time on my laptop. That was Duke actually burping up a laptop there. <laughs> a true story. He, he likes sorry, to touch sorry, things go. with his nose. He likes to touch things with his nose. And one time he literally, on my, it was on my tablet actually. It wasn't my laptop. But he downloaded an IQ test app. Oh, yeah? Yes. It was like, really? You're the dumbest dog or the most brilliant dog ever. Because he just Mm. with his nose. That's good. That's pretty good. So, uh, (laughs) uh, but all right, let's see what other kind of trouble we want to get into here. Um, Of course, um, we, uh, (laughs) oh, did you want me to play the belches again? I'm just keeping the dog away from the laptop. (laughs) That's an impressive one, isn't it? I got to I got to mark my territory. Hang on. <laughs> there you go. Mark it that way. There we go. You know what? If I need to, I will bring Duke downstairs. <laughs> All right. I'm, good. Um, good. I'm sure it's fine. So anyway, uh let me see uh, where do we want to go now? Uh I, I think I want to play everybody last night's um uh, ridiculous uh, with Anderson Cooper, where he uh, basically called what we met. We said uh, we we played the the and Miles, you kind of landed where I was uh, on the whole um, Sean Spicer at the Emmys. Basically, he shouldn't be rewarded, but that yeah. has to be pretty fucking embarrassing for the Trump administration. Trump- that. Trump couldn't have liked that at all. No. Yeah, yeah, I'm with that. It, it was absolutely a slap in his face, which he can't stand. So, so uh, but I'm, it, I'm not a fan it, of yeah. Spicers, but no. when you go after Trump with a, uh, an insult like that, I'm all for it. Yeah, because he, uh, you know, uh, Anderson Cooper laid out the the case that uh, Spicer was, it still is, and always shall be a liar. So uh, here, uh, th- this is this is pretty amazing uh, the way he lays everything out of recent audio from him. So uh, here's a uh, part one of Anderson Cooper's ridiculous from last night featuring a spicy meatball. Have you ever wondered what kind of hole gets punched into time and space when someone lies, then pretty much admits they lied, then lies about the fact that they lied in the first place? Well, wonder no more because much like a prairie dog on the grasslands separating the deep burrowed tunnels of fantasy from the clear light of reality, Sean Spicer popped up again today. Have you ever lied to the American people? I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I'm cheating on my taxes. Unequivocally, you can say no? I, I, look, again, you want to find something. I I have not knowingly done anything to to do that, no. All right, you can take the man from the podium, but you can't take the podium from the man. He was asked, have you ever lied to the American people? That, my friends, it's kind of a yes or no question. His answer, his third answer, by the way, after I don't think so and I don't cheat on my taxes was, quote, I have not done anything knowingly to do that. That answer is so Washington, D.C., it should have its own reflecting pool. Just a nice, oh. calm place where you can sit down <laughs> oh. with your word salad and think about what you've done. Did Sean Spicer lie to the American people? Yeah, he did. He lied about the Trump Tower meeting being about adoption, even after Donald Trump Jr. was forced to admit it was about Russian dirt on Clinton. Remember the president's claim about three to five million people voting illegally? Not true, but Sean Spicer said it was. He lied about the president getting the most electoral votes of any Republican since Reagan. I mean, the list goes on and on. It does. The list really does go on and on. 
Because that's a spicy meatball. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sorry. I'm going to abuse that bur- burp drop. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, the, the list does go on and on. There are so many things he's lied about. I mean, and, and you think about um, the, I mean, seriously, the, the Trump Tower meeting. It was about Russian adoption, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, sure. About Russians adopting, uh, about Russians <laughs> adopting Hillary Clinton with polonium. I mean, what is that? You know, uh, you know. Uh, I mean, that was so. Uh, there's been so much, so much. But anyway, um, Joe, you uh, probably have a little. Uh, obviously, you're going to be focusing heavily on Spicer this Sunday in the clown car. <laughs> uh, what, what's what's your what's your uh, give, give us your two bits before we get to the next clip. Oh, I, I was just thinking about he he uh, lied to us the day after the inauguration when he tried to show us pictures of John Glenn's uh, ticker tape parade and say it was the inauguration. <laughs> or didn't they show up a, a Cavs parade? So. A Cavs parade. Yeah. They showed yeah. John John Glenn. They showed uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, talk about lying. I mean, there he was showing us pictures uh, side by side, saying, "Oh, that was greatest," you know, seen by more people ever. Period. Not yeah. true. Uh, but you know, I mean, it's uh, what, what's the? Uh, um, I'm surprised they didn't show a Bolivar Bolivar uh, from the, you know the, the Cleveland's Ca- Cleveland Cavs parade was uh, <laughs> the the picture that. Uh, um, they kept circulating uh, twice. That twice they kept stealing it, and it has a street sign for Bolivar, Bolivar Avenue. You know, right there's two there. Things. There's a whole bunch of things here that I'm amazed at. Hmm. First off, this, this he's it, Cooper's right because we can also he, he talked about the inauguration. Then there was the time when he showed pictures of the wall. Look at this wall; it's so broken down. Do you guys remember that? Oh yeah. Okay, so. Just a couple of weeks ago, or, or was it last week? Every day is a freaking week. I don't even remember. It might have been last week when when Trump said we're going to rehabilitate, we're going to fix the wall. So yeah, well, Spicer has lied for so long. But the thing, the thing I find amazing, and I, I posted an article from Politico yesterday about this. When he, when when he decided to show up at the Emmys, and we talked about this last week, I thought it was funny. But I also understood why people were upset. The problem with Spicer is that it's too soon. It's just too soon. Yeah. Well, also, I had the same same reaction when they put Trump on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pre-soon. <laughs> yeah, I know, but, but remember I, that. I mean, he was running for president, yeah. and they made him a guest host. Yeah. That that was a mistake. Well, yeah, they, they, they did the same thing with that. with McCain uh, and Palin too. So uh, it's not. I don't it think they were the host, though. I don't think they were the host. Uh, no, they weren't. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. You're no, right. Making Trump the host was a really that. I remember at the time that really kind of caused a bunch of a bunch of like ethical questions, mm-hmm. and not just ethical, but also you know, all right, when you're talking about airtime, you gave Trump. You gave Trump the host position. How come you never gave Hillary Clinton the host position? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so Spicer, oh. Spicer is going too fast. He needs to lay low. He does. That's my feeling so, on this. 
He needs yeah. to sit down and be quiet. Refer all questions to outside counsel. Um, so yes. here's uh, here's here's part two. I'm kind of sentimental. I'm a sentimental guy, so I have a soft spot for the first time. You never really do forget the first time. I remember it was right after the inauguration when Spicer <laughs> spoke about President Obama's and President Trump's inauguration crowds and suggested you shouldn't believe sources that said Mr. Obama's crowd was bigger. You know, sources like your eyeballs or your brain. <laughs> this was the first time in our nation's history that floor coverings have been used to protect the grass in the mall. That had the effect of highlighting any areas where people were not standing. This was also the first time that fencing and magnetometers went as far back on the wall, preventing hundreds of thousands of people from being able to access the mall as quickly as they had in inaugurations past. No one had numbers. These attempts to lessen the enthusiasm of the inauguration <laughs> are shameful and wrong. This was the largest audience to ever witness an inauguration, period, both in person and around the globe. Okay, just for the record, that's not Melissa McCarthy. That actually was Sean Spicer actually at the podium in the White House. That was his first time at the podium, and it's clear he got his, his marching orders from on that one. But he sure did commit to it, didn't he? I mean, if that wasn't pushing a lie in such an obvious way that it's almost comedic, then why did this just happen at the Emmys? This will be the largest audience to witness an Emmys, period, both in person and around the world. See, he's making a joke of the fact that he lied. I guess the idea is if you let some time pass, lies become funny. Oh, by the way, the morning after the Emmy, Spicer told the New York Times that he, of course, absolutely regrets criticizing accurate news reports that Obama's inauguration crowd was bigger than Trump's. But was he telling the truth when he said that to the Times about his regret? Maybe that was a lie, too, because two months ago on Sean Hannity's show, he said this. And I will tell you, I have no regrets. This is, I, I can't thank the president enough for this unbelievable honor. So, okay, so he didn't have any regrets in July when he was talking to Sean Hannity, but at the New York Times, he did have regret. The good news is Sean Spicer doesn't have to lie for a living anymore. Now he just seems to be doing it recreationally. Okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. Jeez. Nice. Well played, <laughs> yep. Anderson Cooper. Yep. Spot on. Yeah. Again, too soon. And, and the other part of it is that I think that Spicer really, really wants to be, and I don't even know if we're going to get to it today, but I think he wants to be like, but Kilmeade, when Jimmy, when Jimmy oh. Kimmel said, Kilmeade, you're never going to become part of the elite because nobody wants you. Mm -hmm. I think this is the same situation with Sean Spicer. Yeah. He really seems to, to be seeking the limelight. And yeah. he'll again, get dancing, he'll get dancing with the stars and then end up being a lobbyist for somebody. Yeah, it, again, too soon. He'll have to dance with his podium. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 it's, it's, it really is. It's just, it's too soon. He needs to. First of he's all, got, I just really have to announce that I'm calm now. <laughs> <laughs> and I will remain calm as long as you sons of. <laughs> I'm not going to do that because that's the old spicy and this is the new spicy mamma mia that's a spicy meatball all right had to be done sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but, uh, <laughs> it's, no, it it's fine it's fine he just he just needs to settle down i mean he is going to have to testify to Mueller. he's uh -huh. going to have to turn over his notebooks he really mm. should be focusing on more important things like maybe staying out of jail yeah uh, you know hollywood isn't going to rescue him 
I know it's kind of tangentially related to what we're talking about, but the, I, I've, I went and I found that picture, the, the, the Trump cult kept, you know, shifting around. I mean, they've done it twice, at least twice now, where they've used the Cavs parade to say it was a Trump victory rally or whatever. Okay. I'm looking at this picture even closer, and, and, I, and I just kind of, you know, the, the most glaring thing is that it says Bolivar. Bolivar. You know, it's a, it's a very, you know, there are not a lot of streets named Bolivar. I don't even know what the fuck Bolivar means. But every light post on this street has a Cleveland Indians banner on it. <laughs> wow. Oh. And then not oh. only that, but there is a, a, a massive amount of wine and gold balloons being released from the parade. Oh. Did Trump use Cavaliers colors <laughs> during the election? Uh, not only that, but there's like signs that say 77 to East 9th. 90 west to 71 <laughs> you know carnegie you know Car carnegie avenue west you know and uh, there's parking for east I, night I don't gateway why they keep district using that picture you say uh, twice i've seen it used many I, I more times than that yeah uh, well, I'm, I, mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah, in the the amount of yellow shirts, when do you ever see anybody wearing yellow shirts at a Trump rally? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> brown I'm shirts. Befuddled. Brown shirts, yes. Um, so brown and, is and another thing, too, Joe, I don't see hardly any mobility scooters in this picture either. <laughs> <laughs> Not a one. And they're semis. They're semi-trucks. <laughs> I mean... They're the ones with the bottled water for the Floridians. Yeah. That's what they're... Uh, but, uh, but anyway, yeah, I, I just uh, found it amazing. You know, I mean, but, you know, again, the Trump cult... Uh, for the Trump cult, lying is a virtue. Mm. I had a guy today in uh, the, uh, the hive of scum and villainy... You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Um, and we're going to have to get going to the break, but I'll just tell this real quick. But this uh, this guy over in the hive of scum and villainy was, said, uh, what was what was the name of the ship that John McCain was on where the accident was? Do you remember the name of that, Joe, uh, in, in Vietnam? The the for, forest, uh, Forestal? Uh, yeah, the Forestal. The forester? Forestal. Forestal. Um, yeah. yeah, USS Forestal. Um, there, was, um, mm -hmm. uh, uh, there was a jet that had um or some kind of uh, there was an electrical anomaly that caused the discharge of a zuni rocket on the flight deck right this asshole over in the hive of scum and villainy said uh it, it, you know somebody posted because mccain is opposing mm -hmm. lindsey graham's uh bill you know the, the health the new health care bill so again he's become an american hero once again and somebody said you know for you know fighter pilot and then, um, you know, you know, he was a fighter pilot. He's a hero. Bump, you know, Captain Bone Spurs doesn't, you know, hold a match to to John McCain. And this asshole said, "LOL," uh, and I'm paraphrasing, but uh, he said he did more damage to the Forestal than he ever did to the enemy. And what? you can go, you you can do a search for um, 
Uh, yeah, I mean, PolitiFact. Posts wrongly blame John McCain for deadly 1967 fire aboard USS Forrestal. It's a pants-on-fire rating. It wasn't his plane. It wasn't even the same kind of plane he flew. There was an electron... Again, it was an electrical anomaly that discharged a rocket and caused the fire and killed over 100 people. And he survived. He was he was a survivor. He And then... John McCain got shot down. People just love to say, oh, well, I like people who don't get shot down and captured. You know, Trump Trump said that. I like people who don't get captured. He flew 23 low-flying missions in Vietnam. You know, skimming the trees kind of missions. He was an easy target. And I'm not saying everything that happened in Vietnam was right or good or anything or just. But... He was a good soldier, and you know, and he did what he thought his country expected of him. He didn't make up uh, some kind of you know foot ailment to get out. He could have, you know, he nope. could have been that fortunate son, you know, since he had a, a you know, his father was, uh, uh, you know, uh, higher up in the military. It wasn't he. A high, his his father was big. Uh, his father was, was an admiral. 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 Yeah. yeah. He could and have got, they got offered a, to release yeah. him from prison because of that. Yeah. yeah. The reason he chose they, not they to. offered to release him was because his father was an admiral. And he chose not to. He chose to remain behind. And he chose to stay with with, with, it, with the, his fellow prisoners yeah. for five years. Because he thought he could do more good, you know, to try and, you know, maybe get them released or whatever. Or just didn't want to abandon them. Whatever. But, I mean, I... I so, that he wouldn't leave his people. Yeah. So, so the Trump cult is out there spreading this disinfo that John McCain caused this fire on the the Forrestal, and you know basically you know and, and said he oh he did more damage to that than he did to the enemy. Fuck you, you worthless Trump cult brain dead trolls. I mean, you know, you know, fiction you know. is reality to these freaks, and it just makes me so goddamn mad. But can we just keep in mind that these are the same people who did this to to John Kerry? Oh yeah, absolutely. So there's a part of me that believes that what we call the Trump cult now, it's existed all along. Oh sure. These are people oh, yeah. who just really kind of hate. Yeah, they were ejected from the Republican Party back in the early '60s. They used to be called John Birchers. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's just you know, you there's been new that. blood injected into it. But you're right. You know, I've, I, you know, I, I go back to the audio I played many, many moons ago, where there were literal people of the John Birch Society saying they loved Donald Trump back in the, you know, the the 2012, um, you know, the lead up to 2012. Um, you know, and if we're gonna go with the John Birch, what does John Birch wasn't exactly an inclusive society that liked no. people who were other than the white. It was like the new and improved clan is what it was. And yes. it wasn't very new and it wasn't very improved. You know. <laughs> and so, so yeah. you know, I, 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 thank you. I mean, I think we're taking this to a logical conclusion. Uh, it, these people have no problem attacking even their own if it will further in their interests yes. uh, for who they want. Yeah, and, and you know what's odd to me, and and we we do have to get going to the break. But what what's crazy to me, and and I haven't seen this, it, you know, to this degree, 
how far, with the exception of maybe Palin, I've not seen people willing to go to bat for somebody and forgive every stupid, ridiculous, obnoxious, ignorant thing they do. I haven't seen this this level of dedication to the cult of personality uh, in anyone since, again, I think to to a lesser degree, Sarah Palin. Uh, the, you they, know, with, they forgave Palin. And she and she'll ahead, she'll put her, she'll put herself out for anybody. Look at what yeah. she's doing for that uh, that ex judge down Boy in Moore. Alabama. Good yeah. Lord. Moore. Yeah. No, oh, they yeah. they excused Palin's daughter for having yeah. a child out of wedlock when they themselves said that they were the family of person or the party well, of personal responsibility. Sure, you know, so and look at hypocrites. you know their their cheater boy, uh, Mr. Playboy. Uh, Mr. Softcore Porn, Mr. Grabbing by the P word, you know, I mean, they don't mm-hmm. care about any of that. They're 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 husks of human beings. They don't believe in any of that. Um, they're phony Christians. Uh, they give real Christians a yeah. bad name, and uh, they they uh, you know uh, they're going to get what they deserve from this uh, this uh, lot of anti-Christian nonsense. But anyway, we got to run to the break. Uh, so hang tight. We're, we got to get uh, Mr. P.S. Mueller, yeah, P.S. Mueller on. Well, there's another hiccup there. Um, P.S. Mueller will be joining uh, me. Rain, Joe, Michelle, and Miles right after this. So hang tight. We'll be right back. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, t- some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And joining me, as always, on the program, the one and only Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Hello! Hello. And we, just, we were yeah. just busy serving up cake. Nice. Who wants cake? Miles and Michelle oh. brought cake. 
Yes. Oh, very nice. So, and of course, mm-hmm. uh, Michelle Lagan, uh, and from Port St. Lucie in the Beltway Bureau right now. And I'm, I, I, I assume you're having a blast so far. I think she's eating cake. Oh, okay. Let I them did. eat We're cake. Literally, we so, sorry, we were we were <laughs> muted. There, there's too much cake and ice cream and uh, custard here. It's a Nice. Yes. So custard from the dairy godmother. Oh, very good, very good. I assume you're having a wonderful time so far, Michelle. Oh, this is it's been fantastic. Um, Excellent. Bobber makes the most excellent, excellent uh, beers. Nice and and, and great stuff. So I've heard, and of course, (laughs) Miles Lagan in the Beltway Bureau right now as well. Welcome back, sir. Yes, hello. Uh, Yes, excellent. Things are going great. Oh, Very looking good. forward to the you know sexy liberal tour tomorrow. Oh, um, Shane, I'm sorry, uh, Rain uh, apparently liked the little gift we made for uh, John Fugelsang. Yeah, Very good. You got to you got to remember to tell him how uh, I was a sneaky Pete. Oh and, yeah, uh, found oh out yeah, his yeah, yeah. Oh, that'll get Very mentioned. Nice. Oh, absolutely. All right, and uh, I, I want credit. I want credit. Not and of course, Joe Santorso in Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back to the program, sir. Thank you. The leaves are turning and falling. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get the rake out pretty soon. I gotta buy a new rake. I broke my rake, <laughs> so I think <laughs> I can afford painful. it. Yeah. So I didn't break it off inside of anything. I broke it uh, trying to knock down a tree branch. So. <laughs> oh boy. You know, I'm gonna give you a heads up on that. Rakes huh? are not used to breaking branches, but. Well, I no, just was. <laughs> I was trying to get down the stupid branch because it was dangling and it was stuck there harder <laughs> than I thought. And snap, it was a plastic one. It's no big deal. But of course, purple uh, the, rake, all in my mind. Oh, P.S. Mueller, welcome to the show. Here's your jingle, sir. Who the hell is that? I'm cartoonist and agent provocateur, P.S. Mueller. I thought I heard a stranger. To what do I owe the pleasure of your visit, my friend? The desire for escapism and kicks. Which could affect the entire world. Well, naturally, we think it's wonderful. Excuse me, please. I know you. I know you. Welcome aboard, Mr. Mueller. Hello. Well, so you you might not know this. There's some there's a big excitement going on. Not only uh, is Joe in Scranton, Pennsylvania, on and Rain on in the Beltway Bureau in Washington D.C., but as it should be, Miles and Michelle are both at Rain and Bobber's house right now, enjoying cake and custard. How cool is that? Wisconsin Hello. custard. Hello. I, I, I tell you how cool it is, except my mouth is still a little full. <laughs> ah. This cake is delicious. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you should get a bigger slice, Rain. <laughs> Are you taking the rest of the cake with you to New York? No. no you. Don't worry. I'll it. have a bigger slice tomorrow. It wouldn't travel well. No. So, uh, yes, and I, they're in my house. But the question is... But you got any biscuits for sale in there? So, no, just cake. Too soon for biscuits on the program. So uh, I have a list. Yeah? Oh, yeah, you have, have a list. list tonight. Oh, okay. Let me get the, uh, let me get the, the, um, the drum roll ready. Drum roll, please. So uh, what is the name of your list tonight, Mr. Mueller? Okay. The name of this list is Eight New Things to Fear. 
All right. Here All right, we now, go. Now, this is important. This is important because the first thing to fear connects with the eighth thing to fear. It's oh, as okay. if I'm completing a, a short story. Oh, okay. So here so we keep go. Keep that in mind. This is as the I go through the mat. The first item uh, to fear. That classic Farrah Fawcett poster nailed to the wall in Grandpa's barn. Her nipples point across the dooryard to something hidden in the old house. <laughs> oh, oh dear. So, my cousin. You joke, but my Uncle Jerry had one. My cousin David had the rug, the fur- furry rug of that in his bedroom. And I sat on that thing as a child. Oh. <laughs> I, I know. Where they did made the a nip- rug? <laughs> <laughs> did the rug have nipples? It was really thick. Yes, nip- but was it was it was it sticky and stiff? <laughs> I, I, I probably blocked any of that out, but my father can attest my cousin David was a creepy kid. So uh <laughs> uh all right. Moving uh, right along. All right. The the next uh, thing, <laughs> new thing to fear. Unnaturalized British actors who come over here all bubble and squeak and grab up the good paying actor jobs while you're stuck doing reverse mortgage ads and mining old people's coal. Yeah. <laughs> here you go. Ah, I thought you were gonna say oh. stuck doing reverse calling. Those no. Brits. <laughs> <laughs> that is a that is a very fit thing. That, that is a, a definite thing to fear, and That's especially right. if it's Benedict Cumberbatch trying to do an American accent. Yes, he's not good at that. He's a great actor, oh. but he needs to stop with the American accents. You should see Daniel Craig going. Was it Lucky? Yeah, Logan Lucky. Oh yeah, I want to see that. That that looks fantastic. Daniel, Craig, Daniel Craig's hilarious. Yeah, he that's a, a good one. I saw the trailer for it. It looks amazing. All right, yeah. the next new thing to fear from PS Mueller's list. The invasive and dangerous whispering cop, which has almost silently eliminated a previous wave of invasive and dangerous punching cop. Killing them softly as far north as the Twin Cities. <laughs> <laughs> Not the punching carp. The punching yes. carp. You could almost sing the punching carp to that. The punching mm-hmm. carp. The punching carp. There you go. A little musical accompaniment there for you. Number four. Oh, yes. Number four on the, the list. Uh, where's my drum roll? There it is. Oily rags have been around for a century, but the new ones are impregnated with Canadian tar sands oil. <laughs> That's a, it's dark. It's dark. But it's true. Uh, All right. Number five. Number five. You should fear the laughing cow image and its overtly grotesque sexualization of bovine Satanhood. 
Oh, overtly, overtly sexual. What is that again? Overtly, overtly sexual? grotesque sexualization grotesque. of bovine satanhood. Bovine satanhood. Very nice. Very nice. Mm. Or bovine, if you bovine, prefer. bovine. Yeah. I, I, either way, you say potato, I say potato. Hey, just next time you're in the store, take a little one of those things. It'll give you the the, the jim jams. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Give you the, give and the, the willies. case of the, or it might even give you a case of, you know, a bad case of the Augities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the punks, a case of the punks. Sure. Yeah. All right, uh, number four, correct? Uh, no, we're off to six. Oh, say, oh, I'm sorry. We're, I'm, we're counting the other way. Never mind. Venomous, stinging grape jellies disguised as smuckers and ready to leap off store shelves to deliver 99% additive-free death pain. (laughs) (laughs) Terrifying. I like it. That's good. Venomous. Uh, (laughs) All right. Uh, There goes my my trip to the market tomorrow. Yeah. Uh I'll just stay uh, out of the jelly aisle, that's all. Yeah. Yeah, just to just to you know uh, you know hire a, a peanut butter mercenary to have your back. Yeah, so. I'll do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> would that be crunchy or smooth? Uh, hey, you you want to go with crunchy? You don't want any of these smooth, smooth, soft, yeah. and you know, mm. you know. Crunchy helps remove the venom. Yeah. Yeah. Rough and tumble, <laughs> those crunchies. Uh, <laughs> and stay away from the Nutella, damn Europeans. So, <laughs> uh, all right, so we're up to number seven, correct? Of things you need to fear. Yeah. The moist and peppy crackle of the dancing dead. Ah, yes, that is. A, I don't know. That might be. Yeah. <laughs> Nightwalkers. Ooh. Mm. Did you say yeah. oh, I thought, <laughs> I thought yeah, you he's said, got a moist and peppy crackle. Joe yes. Joe, I thought you said weight walkers, like a cross between no. weight watchers and white walkers. So <laughs> white <laughs> white walker. I'm a white member walkers. of Weight Walkers. Brains. They're zombies who get stuck between the cross and don't cross. Well, they just, <laughs> just <laughs> cross, don't cross. Oh no, I thought Weight Walkers. They just stuff. they just eat little tiny baby brains. They don't eat the full gluttonous American <laughs> adult brain. Uh, you know, portion control. Everybody, it's all about portion control for you, Weight Weight Walkers. <laughs> all right, so Pete, <laughs> Pete, are we? Uh, you said number. We eight. are at number eight, which refers back to number one. Okay. Grandpa's old forty-five there, over in the sock drawer, and, you know. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh. a very dark list. I'll stop this. All right, so that's it. It's just a. It's a top. It's an eight. A list of eight. A list of eight. All right, I dig it. 
Well, um, while uh, while we're having some fun and laughing, I don't want to bring everybody down because uh, we, we're, we're pretty much through most of the news. I might play one little news clip for everybody before we uh, roll along uh, after. Well, and hopefully Skype works for Francie tonight because it's her birthday. So I just uh, wished her happy birthday on Facebook. Oh, France on Franchi book. So yeah, um, book. <laughs> yeah, we should. Page. You know yeah. how all the all the freaky uh, right wingers decided to try and start Reagan book. We need to start Franchi book. Uh, for for all, yeah. maybe maybe we should have a Facebook page called Franchi book where we just you know. We I have, think we need to go further. We need to go to Franchi Planet. Yes. Well, uh, or well, at the top of every hour, everybody has to twirl over on uh, Francie book. So I'm twirling with Francie. <laughs> so, uh, but, <laughs> but yeah. So I promise I'm not going to bring you down right now, Francie. It's a pretty up show for the rest of the night. It's 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 not too bad. Um, but uh, I want to. Um, I want to. Uh, I have a, a, a recommendation, everybody. I, I, I guess we haven't done this in a while. We're gonna do uh, 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 that's entertainment. I haven't done that in some time. Wow! I gotta find my uh, uh, my what do you jingle. Got to lose? Here. Yeah, so here we go. Uh, Jerry Lewis is dead. There's room. I know. All right, uh, everybody, if you have Amazon Prime, there is one show you need to binge. There are two seasons available right now, and uh, six short episodes in each season. And the name of this show is One Mississippi, starring Tig Notaro. And if you don't know who Tig Notaro is, which I did not, I, I knew, I kind of knew who she was on the periphery of the comedy world. You know, for a while, I'd see her pop up, and I always thought she was funny. But um, this woman is she is she is uh, she's one of my heroes. She is a breast cancer survivor. Uh, she had a, a double mastectomy, and she is she is one of the bravest people uh, in in the entertainment industry now. She actually has done shows where she removes her top to show her scars. And she's explained it to say, look, if it wasn't for these scars, it w- wouldn't show that I was healing and I was better and that I was living. You know, um, you know, wow. it, it, I mean, she's she's really um, one of the most genuine people I've ever seen in entertainment. She and she's hilarious too. her stand up is amazing. Um, but she uh, and she's a, a wonderful, wonderful uh, LGBTQA advocate. Uh, she did a podcast for a while. This uh, the the show that she has done for um, Amazon is uh, uh, base uh, basically. And of course, you know I'm going to love it too because she hosts a radio show. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but but it's it's about her family too, and her about about her finding love and about her losing her mother and things like that. That's all stuff you find out in the first episode, so I'm not spoiling anything. Um, but I want to play a couple interesting out of uh, this these two clips are gonna it's gonna sell everybody who listens to this show on having to binge watch this if the if you have amazon prime or go to a friend's house that has amazon if you don't have it um and and, pay them for their password yeah there you go so uh this uh this is uh a scene 
and I'm going to play. Uh, actually, no, I'm going to play them out of order. Uh, the first one is um, uh, this is featuring Tig. Uh, I forget the last name of her character in the show. It's not far from Tig Nataro. I can't remember the the name, but she she meets. Uh, she she went on her show and she talked uh, talked about being gay uh, on her show at length. And it was a really cool, you know, little thing that they did in the show where where she had this uh, monologue. And she was confronted by two characters named Nikki and Sean. And uh, this is how that happened. Can I help you? Yeah, we're looking for Tig Bavaro. Why's that? You're her. (laughs) She's her. We're with New Hope Ministry and uh, we heard your radio show. And we love your soul. Firstly. Why, thank you. So it just pained us so much to hear your struggles. Which struggles? We've all been through it, too. And we just want you to know, despite the controversy around other ministries, it is possible to pray the gay away. What if I want to pray the gay to stay? Uh, We don't want that. (laughs) We want you to stop spreading that sinful stuff. Yeah, and, And stop talking about it on your show. Well, it's my show, and uh, if I remember correctly, there's still a First Amendment, so feel free to not listen to my show. Uh, oh, wait, here's a pamphlet, and uh, that's my number on the back in case you need to discuss anything further. I'm Nikki. Nikki, stop flirting with me. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. That was so great. What if I, what if I want to pray the gay to stay? <laughs> so, you know, uh, amazing stuff there. Uh, obviously, uh, this, uh, the, you know, she they're not afraid uh, to talk about politics on the show. Um, and, of course, in season two, they're acknowledging that Trump is president. And this scene, um, this could have come directly out of my mouth the way this was written. Uh, or any of our mouths. Uh, this is a scene where uh, Tig's brother Remy is doing a Civil War reenactment with uh, his friend Patrick and his at one time love interest Vicky, who is a uh, 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 she's an Asian American. I think she's Vietnamese. Vietnamese. Um, and, uh, this in the Remy, again, the brother and his friend Patrick are are sitting there having a beer after the reenactment and Vicky walks up and Patrick starts saying some really offensive shit. So, uh, listen to this. Here's to another victorious battle, my friend. Undefeated. Hey, Patrick. Sorry for not tending to your wounds fast enough. I lost my footing. Oh, sweat. Just don't fuck up again. <laughs> Let me die or whatever. I highly doubt that'll happen. Vicky is our top nurse. Yeah, but why are you even here? Pardon? Well, you know, there weren't like any Chinese people in the Civil War. Are you playing like a white person or what? I'm Vietnamese, and actually there were Chinese soldiers in the Civil War. Quite a few. So our characters are probably fucking concubines. <laughs> That's awesome. Mm. Jerry, hey guys. Your friend is a real class act. You don't listen to him. He doesn't know any better. Why is he saying it now? We've both been doing reenactments for years. So? Because he has permission now to be racist. No, he's just... It's like how you overlook the bad parts of Catholicism. That's not the same thing at all. Why not? <sighs> 
did you even vote for? Oh, no. Now, don't blame me. I didn't even vote. You did nothing to stop a racist bully from becoming president. Now, there are other issues, and not everybody who voted for him is a racist either. Anyone who accepts racism is a racist. I think that's a bit extreme. Well, I think you're ignorant then. <laughs> Boom! Amen to that. Ah, yes. If you uh, voted for a racist, you are a racist by default. That's right. So, is that does that sound like an awesome show or what? Yeah. Yep. So, very nice. Um, Let's check it out. Yeah, one Mississippi on Amazon Prime. Uh, both seasons again, very short binge because each episode, you know, it's under a half an hour. It's like twenty, twenty-two to twenty-five minutes an episode. And uh, and her her family uh, her her stepfather is an awesome character too by the way, but there's some dark there's some you know they they tackle you know uh, um, child abuse you know lots of other things sexual harassment um, you know it, it, but it's done in a very tasteful and human way so uh, but yeah when I heard uh, when I heard the is it the, damn well going to make me a better person for seeing it um. <laughs> I, I I I don't think is it going I, to I, preach to my converted choir? I think it will. I think I it will I, I, affirm I, I, your humanity. Is, I don't know how much closer to perfection you can get. Yeah. <laughs> see. See. I think it, it's it's very affirming. <laughs> it's it's very affirming of the uh, genuine human condition, and you know uh, uh, that you know. Being uh, every now and then, though, I mean, I can I can find myself overcome with validation fatigue. You know, when I realize this, I've been targeted and that this, uh, no, this, it's this, all set up because I already I already pre-agree with every every. No, this sh forth. this show this show isn't like that, Pete. It's you know I just okay. picked two two examples. It's not it's not littered oh, with okay. that stuff. It's not littered with that stuff. It, it's it's it, you know. Um, just kind of, you know, I, I think you'll 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 like it. I think you'll like it. Yeah, I actually, so. I kind of, I like how you presented that, Pete. Because mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, you know a show is good, but you also know it just, it's preaching to the choir. So I am looking forward to it, but I really did like the questions that Pete just asked. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, sometimes that's why I don't want to watch stuff the show. Plus, I'm a stormy old prick. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Right. Well, it, it, it's it's really good writing, and again, Tignataro, her delivery of every line is just magnificent. It just she's she's kind of she's one of those people who just can't not be funny, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and you know, she's got a great deadpan delivery. Um, you know, she is her her sense of sarcasm is one of the the greatest I've ever seen. And, um, you know, and again, it's just very human and I don't think it panders too much to, to, you know, it's not overkill, you know, the, the, the mm -hmm. it's like I said, those were two like brief examples. It's not like a rapid fire assault of the political stuff. I just thought, you know, those two little nuggets might, uh, be appealing to some folks who listen to the program here. So and again, yeah. they don't need a lot of context either. They don't I need a lot of those clips. Didn't need a lot of context because it's something we can all relate to because it's shit we've talked about on the show. So mm -hmm. yeah, but um, what the hell? Go for perfection. Yeah. So uh, all right. Well, on that note, uh, uh, Joe, uh, any thoughts? Have you seen this show or uh, are you familiar with Tignataro? 
I have not, but I am going to watch it because I need all the validation I can get. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, but yeah, Pete, I would like your critique if you want to check a few episodes out and see if it's um, turn on, turn off, uh, whatever. Well, you know, you have to keep in mind, you know, that mm, I really like watching The Preacher, which has no redeeming value whatsoever. Oh, no, I get it. I get it. You know, but this is this is an artfully done yeah. show, though. So, I mean, I, I really think, uh, you you know, it's not it's not just, you know, uh, your run of the mill sitcom, you know. Yeah. So and and again, yeah. I don't think it's ham fisted or anything with uh, the the politics so but uh anywho all right we're always okay these days to be out of the closet unless you are strange <laughs> oh you're strange to stay in the closet there I you disagree go. all right <laughs> let's go ahead like and said, I'm, I'm just being a bastard unless right. you really like closets and mothballs because some i think mothballs kind of smell good Add a ninth thing to the uh, to the list that you should fear, Pete. Add add your add your add yourself add yourself. So, just kidding. I fear me. All right, it is time for break, everybody. Green news report coming up. Uh, you go socialize for a little bit, uh, Beltway Bureau. You have six minutes. So okay, <laughs> more cake. All right, and, and more minutes, cake. I think I'll get another stick of gum. Yay! And Mr. Mr. Rogers is ready to join us after the break if you if uh, you'll have him. Yep, we'll put him on and hopefully Francie Skype's working tonight. Uh so yeah. all right. Break time. We'll hey. be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. Kennypick.com. It's Thursday, September 21, 2017. Some areas could be without power for four to six months. Hurricane Maria devastates Puerto Rico. The nation's president warned every minute counts to save lives. Hundreds dead in second Mexico earthquake in two weeks. California cities sue the fossil fuel industry for climate change damages. Plus... We must move forward. We must continue advancing because climate change is not stopping. French President Emmanuel Macron takes the lead, rallying the United Nations on climate action. All of those rallies and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and... Snarky comment. I've never seen winds like this in Puerto Rico. You take a look at what's happening there, and uh, it's just one after another. I know. Who could have predicted it, Mr. President? This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, the deadly hurricane season continues to continue. Yes, it does. In the Caribbean, Hurricane Maria made a direct hit on Puerto Rico as a powerful Category 4 on Wednesday, the strongest storm to hit the U.S. island territory since 1932. And the third strongest storm to ever hit the U.S. It caused extensive flooding and knocked out power to 100% of the island's electric grid. The mayor of San Juan said infrastructure and electrical grid repairs could take four to six months. 
Puerto Rico is already grappling with a deep financial crisis and faces more than a billion dollars in damages from Hurricane Irma alone. The economies of all of these Caribbean island nations hit by Irma and Maria are reliant on tourism and full recovery will take years. Well, no worries. I'm sure the Republicans in Congress will be happy to send disaster aid to the U.S. territory of Puerto Rico. The Washington Post reports that 2017 has already had more than a year's worth of named storms based on the long-term average, and we are only midway through hurricane season. Mm. What's remarkable about the Atlantic hurricanes of 2017 is both their intensity and how rapidly they're intensifying, getting really bad really fast. According to the acting deputy director of the National Hurricane Center, 2017 has seen more frequent rapid intensification of than usual. Hurricane Maria may also have set a record for rapid intensification for an Atlantic storm. Meanwhile, a second powerful earthquake in two weeks rocked central Mexico as a 7.1. That followed an even larger 8.1 quake that hit the nation's west coast. Tuesday's earthquake has killed more than 200 people, mostly in collapsed buildings, with the death toll expected to rise. Now, there's a common thread here in the impact of these disasters, and that's why we focus on infrastructure and building codes because building codes and well-designed resilient infrastructure can mark the difference between life and death both during and in the dangerous aftermath of a disaster both play a crucial role in every community's ability to recover from future disasters including the accelerating impacts of climate change this latest earthquake hit on the 32nd anniversary of the 1985 earthquake that killed some 10,000 people in mexico city and And while the death toll for this latest one is expected to rise to as many as 1,000, it could be the building codes that have changed since 1985 that ended up saving a lot of lives. And not speaking of climate change was U.S. President Donald Trump. In his first ever address to the United Nations General Assembly this week in New York, Trump had plenty to say about rogue nations that put the rest of the world at risk, Mm. but nothing about the growing threat of climate change. However, French President Emmanuel Macron in his first address to the United Nations subtly criticized Trump's decision to withdraw the U.S. from the Paris Climate Agreement. He said that voluntary agreement is not negotiable. Humankind must defend itself by protecting itself. That agreement is not up for renegotiation. We will not backtrack. We will continue to implement the Paris Agreement. Macron is allocating 5 billion euros for climate action in France, and he called on cities and states around the world to do their part in transitioning away from fossil fuels. To that end, California Governor Jerry Brown at the Climate Week side conference in New York announced that the U.S. Climate Alliance, a coalition of 15 states, including New York and California, is on track to cut their carbon emissions 25 percent by 2025. Brown encouraged other nations to hold fast to their commitments, saying, quote, other countries ought to listen. The U.S. is in all the way on the Paris Accord. Just not our president, but let's not mention that. Finally, on Wednesday, San Francisco and Oakland, California, became the first major U.S. cities to sue the fossil fuel industry over climate change. Their suit alleges that oil, gas, and coal producers not only caused the greenhouse gas emissions driving rising sea levels, but did so knowingly, and it seeks to hold the industry accountable for billions of dollars in property damages caused by rising seas now and in the future from flooding and coastal erosion. We sure are counting on the judicial
judiciary to save this country and this world a whole lot of late, aren't we? I'll take what we can get. Indeed. For much more on all of those stories and many that we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. The more you ignore me, the closer I get. You're wasting your time. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier in a $20 hole. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! I saw this boat in half! I didn't really have a honky drop, so why not saw a boat in half instead? Uh, welcome back to the program, uh, of course, P.S. Mueller in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, welcome back, sir. It's good to be back, and it's good to be back uh, with Rain and Joe and uh, and to have uh, Rain's house guests along for the ride. Miles and Michelle all the way. Um, it's a, it's swe- a ride. It's yeah. a swell, swell evening. And yeah. it's like 90, 90, 11 degrees here in Wisconsin. Yeah, it's Is pretty it warm really? here, too. It was the hottest day of the year. <gasps> Whoa. Oh, wow. Yeah, it Me? was. Yeah, insects were exploding in midair. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, so, uh, and I'm trying to get Bobber on the call, but it said it was, it was busy. So let, let me try again. But of course, uh, welcome back, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello from Party Central. Yeah, and uh, the seriously, br- we have Miles and Michelle, and we have all the dogs and our cat and Bob and me and and Der, Der Braumeister has arrived. Welcome, Bobber. Bob. Hello. Bob. Hello. Bob. <laughs> I could. I Sorry, could, I was on mute. <laughs> No way. <laughs> right. Howdy, howdy. Hello. Yeah, so f- hopefully you're having fun. And, of course, uh, uh, Michelle Legon from Port St. Lucie, Florida, now in the, the swamp, the Beltway Bureau, the bubble. Oh, yes, yes. And, and, and I also have something to look forward to when I get home. I have on my coffee table, wrapped in plastic, but I can't wait to read it, Cats and Dogs, Dogs and Cats. Wrapped in plastic. Hey. Oh, really? Where'd you get that? <laughs> what year is this? Um, I, I, so. I found it online somewhere. <laughs> oh, you should. Yeah, I, I would have just sent you one. Oh no! <laughs> He's got. I'm gonna he, send it to you so I can get an autograph. Well, well I'll just you, send you an autograph one. Just send me your address. <laughs> she might send you cookies too with the book. Huh. Yeah, cookies don't hold hold up well in a in an envelope. Well. <laughs> We, you we gotta think. Well. Got to think outside the envelope, Pete. Uh, and of course, uh, Miles Legon from Port St. Lucie, Florida, also uh, uh, hanging out at, uh, as Rain once referred to it, the Hippie House. I'm sorry. <laughs> so you did refer Why to your house sorry? as a is a Hippie House. What? No, no. I, I was talking to Michelle. Hi, everybody. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
I, uh -oh. I almost I'm, uh... took offense. <laughs> Mexican food. <sighs> Margaritas. So, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Uh, so there's and, monsters in here. There are, <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm so turned on right now. Oh, I bet. So, I have a uh, perturbed sense of humor. Sorry about that. <laughs> that's all right. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Our girl Friday. It is time to get to some name calling. So here we go. Love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Reckon you might make some biscuits. 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 You got any biscuits so, for sale in there? Mm. I got biscuits for sale. How much you All willing right. to pay, buddy? Uh, <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> I'm not gonna buy. So in tonight's chat room, we have Balua, we have Barbara DC, we have Bro Camera, we have Clinster, we have Francie, we have Kenny Pick, we have Ken Senior. Hello, Dad. We have Cool Black Dude. We have Marnus. We have Meow Goodness. We have Michelle in South Florida. We also have Miles in South Florida, even though he's not technically in the chat due to technical difficulties. I can see we have... the chat. <laughs> it's coming from inside my house. Uh-oh. <laughs> we have Moon Mare. We have Peter in San Francisco. We have President. We have myself. We have Sandy and Durwood. Scooter Cans. Tim Coromo. Trojan Rabbit. I think that's it. I don't know if I missed anybody. Adam Hebert was here earlier. Okay, well, hi, so, Adam. And, and yes, this is a hippie house. Yeah, I just remember you saying that, and I loved it. I loved it when you said it. You're just like, just so you know, it's a hippie house. And I was like, that's awesome. So, but, uh, but there's one thing that can happen inside a hippie house that can happen inside any house really trace the call it's coming from inside the house it's it's coming from inside the house it's miles he had a burrito so. actually he really did have a burrito yes, he did. yes i did <laughs> man after my own heart or man after on my own fart. <laughs> Did I ever introduce Joe? Joe, I introduced you when we came back, didn't I? Um, uh, I, I don't know. But I, I, don't I think was, you did. I, I was following so. breaking news. Oh, uh -oh. what, Joe? Yeah, this, this is important. They just found out that uh, Mike Pence's hair <laughs> is actually belly button lint oh my god and all along i thought it was that snap-on lego hair no i always thought he was the man from not so glad <laughs> i thought he was just a giant q-tip <laughs> yeah really he was a flaming q-tip when it, you should have seen his face when he was uh answering the wrong question with charlie rose the other day <laughs> <laughs> well, if he's a Q-tip, what happens when you use Mike Pence to clear out Trump's ears? Don't try to shampoo a shampooer. <laughs> so, well, that's, that's probably what Somebody tried to use Mike Pence to clean their belly button. 
Ah, oh, that makes sense. There you go. Yes. So, Ooh. all right, we're gonna try There's and a, oh. we're gonna try and break the show right now and break the internet as well. And I hope it works because we had some issues getting Francie on last week. If this doesn't work, it's all your fault. God damn it! All right, we're gonna try it. Trying to ring up Francie for a reverse calling right now. Don't make me, uh... Hello. Oh! Reverse. <laughs> oh, my God. Hello. 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 Oh, my okay. God, it worked! It didn't even <laughs> ring! You were just there like a magical angel, baby! There you are! Magical! Hello, Kenny! <laughs> Hello, Joe! Hello, Rain! Hello, Bobber! Hello, uh, Miles and Michelle, and hello, P.S. Cha, 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 cha. Oh, yeah. Wow. Cha, cha, cha. Yes, well, you are cha, cha, a pistol, P.S. Why, wow. I tell you. So I, we get have on a, I get on a lot of folks. Things and I'm scared shitless. Yes, I can understand. We we have eight people on the show right now, everybody. Oh, my God. I, I was trying to say it all in one breath. You I will did be it. able to blow out 61 candles. You sound really good. Yeah, you, you sound great. You sound great. So tonight, yes. I don't know if it's yes. anybody. Else, I don't know if it's anybody else's birthday, but uh, not in my neck of the woods. Well, just I me. mean, it's just you. It's just, it, and and I shouldn't say just you. It's you, Francie. It is your oh. birthday boner. God. It is all Damn. yours. <laughs> God. Somebody <laughs> send Francie a cigarette. I'm going to play Francie every clip she wants to hear tonight for her birthday. So uh, here, it, I already know a few. So let's go ahead and yep. play your birthday boner. And then uh, we will uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll we'll keep going. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday. There you go. I love her. I miss John Boehner. I just do. I don't know why. God. Everybody likes a good boner. Oh, that was a very good boner. Wee. You liked it? It was good. So I enjoyed that. It wasn't. It wasn't too much. No. It wasn't stupid. No, it's stupid. You didn't want to punch me. You didn't want to punch me for it. No. <laughs> Did you want to thank me for it? Thank you. Fuck you. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, breaking news. I have some breaking news about Mike Pence. Yeah. <laughs> that white stuff on his head is mother's tampon. Oh, oh my god. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I love you. Shut up. Oh my god, I don't care. You know, cuz mother doesn't do those kind of things, you know. Do, do you think that it's extra absorbent? Um, no. <laughs> I I you know he could use him as an air wick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, well, you know, uh, or you could use him, him to up with green dye, you know. I hear he puts one in each. I does not think that mother ever used tampons. I don't I, think so. I I I hear he not uses sure. one in each armpit. Belts. I hear you. He, belts, huh? Francie. Do you remember the belts? Oh, probably. Oh, I do. She See, Peter remembers. 
too with the friggin' little snaps. Oh, you yeah. know, you know, Francie. Yeah. I have a hard, I have a hard time believing that Mike Pence would ever have his head down in those nether regions. I know, and she probably doesn't even know anything about down there herself. Stop it. You know what I mean? One of them people. Oh, stop it, boy. Um, you know, because they're Christians. You know, they're 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 the really extreme Christians. Yeah, Possibly and won't you even know, dying with a woman. You know? What? Yeah, he won't even dine with a woman. Well, I know. You, you know, Francie, I hear Mother calls her nether regions God's America. Don't mess around, <laughs> God's America. <laughs> This land is your land. This land ain't mine. No, I don't know. This land is my land from yes. Okay, I got it. North, south, east, and west. Yeah, I just figured something out. Yeah, it's not hair. It's yeast. Ew! Uh, uh, oh my God! P.S. <laughs> Mueller. Oh, I just thought he gave her a lick and a promise. That's what I. Whoa! God damn it! Oh. God damn it! Mm. Oh! <laughs> what happens when you have eight people on the show? What in the wide world of sports is going on here? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, Pete. Pete asked you to say. Pete asked you to say a word. Francis. Uh, does it rhyme with weenus? Yes. It does. Uh, it does. Penis. <laughs> don't say penis in this house. <laughs> uh, my wife. Now, just gave, my wife just feet. gave me a buzzer. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, no. this whole show is going to be buzzard. Oh, uh, Hey, what happened? This is because assholes voted for assholes. <laughs> now with our famous hot gravy. And and now all bets are off. I mean, we got a guy who, who you know, got in front of the U.N. and made a jackass out of himself, Mr. Doddard. Yeah. Doddard, <laughs> Doddard Doddering, Dunce. Doddard uh, Trump. Dipshit Donnie. Shut up! Doddard Doddering Dipshit <laughs> I'm really trying to play as many clips as I can for you right now, Francis. Trump University. Go pricks. So. Yay! <laughs> He's a natering <laughs> nabob of negativism. That's I got right. my degree from Trump University. I am smart. <laughs> I are smart. <laughs> so. I are smart. S. <laughs> M A H T. And by the way, we have a new sponsor for the pro. We got a we got a new uh, sponsor for the program tonight, everybody. This ad was paid for by the ghost of Donald Trump's dead dad, who was looking up from hell with shame in his eyes. So, (laughs) actually, I got um a fungus ad right here. I'm looking at Jubula. Fungus ad. Yeah, for Topo. Oh my God! Breaking news. Mike Pence's hey, hair is actually toe fungus. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So. Then it, he must color it. Or may actually, you know what? It. I bet you anything, his hair is actually chilled douche. Douche chill. Yeah, he bought that in a bottle. I don't so. think that's hair either. Douche chill. Uh. <laughs> Sometimes I think it's like a albino chia. Mm-hmm. Leached chia pet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think 
I think you have a new contest here. Uh, uh, Someday Ken. he's uh, just going to be another mogul on the slope. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. So we have a new Joe. Joe, you have an idea for a new contest? Is what's contest? what's Pence's hair? What's Pence's hair? <laughs> name that follicle. Oh. Uh, name that substance. Well, could it be a follicle or a mineral? Like follicle. Name that plant? follicle. You know, we, we might actually already have a jingle for that uh, here. That's right. We should actually. Uh, this is Game for Losers. <laughs> sorry, Game. sorry, Pete. Sorry, Pete. I cut you off. You know, I yep. can't, you know, um, bid it up uh, and, and and sell the naming rights to Mike Benz's hair. Sure. Yeah. 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 See, see, my problem is I, I thought it was something simple. I just thought he stole the hair from the albino villain Whitey from Foul Play. But see? That is complete see? Yes. Maybe his, his real name is Merkin Pence. <laughs> oh. No. Oh. <laughs> oh. What if all of his hair oh. follicles were ingrown? They're just like on a... Well, a he'd look like a crown roast. Yeah, <laughs> he would. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Francie, we still have a few minutes left, and I haven't even played all the clips I want to play. I mean, there's so oh many. Gosh. So it's literally a miracle. Literally a miracle. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> but don't worry. I, it could get dumber than this, Francie. Stupid. Yo, you don't even know what stupid is. It's about to get all stupid up in here! Yeah, there you go. Maybe we should change subject, Francie. Time to change! So. <laughs> Marsha, uh, Marsha? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want the Marsha, Marsha, Russia, Russia? <laughs> I just played that the other day, but it's uh, Russia, Marsha. Come on, where is it? Yeah, there it is. Uh, I think, yeah. Russia, Russia, Russia. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha! There you go. Ivanka, Ivanka, Ivanka. Ivanka, Ivanka, Ivanka. Ivanka, take a dump. Ivanka, Ivanka, bite your neck. Uh, <laughs> did, you, did you guys hear the story uh-huh. where, when she was on Dr. Oz the other day where she said that she's a oh. no-income family? Yes. What? Yes. She literally yeah. said that. Oh, my God. She mm. really said that, and I was just like, okay, wow. we have reached peak Ivanka. Just, uh, now we're done. Yeah, Does she rattled when Jared puts her away at night. <laughs> Seriously, I, I mean, if, if if that is in a let them eat cake moment to the, like the nth degree, uh, I mean, we're yeah. a no, we're a no income family, uh, really. Uh, you know, you know what though? She I wouldn't fucking Colorado. be surprised. She- I wouldn't be fucking surprised at all if those dirt bags actually were taking like food assistance. I, if they I if they if they point. used a loophole to do something like that, but then again, no. you know they they wouldn't eat with the rabble. They just buy the food no, to throw it away. That yellow, she wouldn't eat that yellow cheese. No. <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go. That's why we pay Joe the She lives in one of the wealthiest bucks. neighborhoods in DC. They they rented a house around the corner, around the block from the Obamas. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's it's which you know what that's they would live that close to black people. You know what you know what the Obamas said when they found out. 
There goes the neighborhood. Uh, <laughs> see, there you go. There you go. Nice one, Joe. Uh, but if they, I'm sure if they move out, we will hear the Obamas say, "Stop! Don't come back." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because here's the thing: when the Obamas moved in, they were renting, and they decided, "Hey, guess what? We're going to buy this house." Good for them. Because it just makes sense. We're going to buy the house. If we have to sell it, we'll have equity. Yeah. These two, the Kushner, Ivanka, yeah. Jar, whatever, they're renting. And I can tell you on good authority, they don't like them in the neighborhood. They should no. move in. They should uh, see if they can bunk with Richard Spencer. Hey, well, let me know where they live. I'm going to go egg them and TP their... Never mind. Oh, but <laughs> to, be, to be fair, though, to be fair, though, Richard Spencer would only take Ivanka, not that Jew Kushner. So, exactly. And you I know. don't right. want... I don't and want I'm, them any closer to me than yeah. Spencer is too close to me already. Yeah, Rain, and, uh, and, and have I you just seen them out. Have you huh? seen them out walking their money? No, I yeah. <laughs> see, see, there you go. There. You go. Uh, and I, I, I want to say I shouldn't. Have, I should. I should not have said that Jew Kushner the way I said it. I was just kind of phrasing it like a white nationalist would, like the oh, weep, I, right. like the weeping Nazi did. That. Like the we weeping Nazi said, so I just want to—I just want to <laughs> clarify. Um, I could just see the anyway. be telling them yeah. to clean up the change from their 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 uh, money on the leash. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look at all those. Look at all those silver dollars it's leaving behind. Sweep that up. Yeah, get off my lawn. Yeah. It's not shooting nickels. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants a shit nickel, Franchi. So. <laughs> oh, Francie, Francie. I well, know. Okay, all right, all right. Gonna, I'm never going to change. I'm, I'm 60, and this is you, it, kids. You're never going to go You're never going to change? <laughs> like a shit nickel? No. Power to you. Yeah. And I'm not going to go change in my Time to change. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Francie, okay. Everybody, Don't everybody, the eight change. people on this program right now, I need to get a point across. It's break time. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's break time. Oh, oh. So, uh, fr okay. Francie, Francie, yes. you have the most wonderful birthday you've ever had in your life, and you have a wonderful okay. family, and they're lucky to have you, and you're lucky to have them, and you just have a wonderful celebration of life this weekend, and we cannot wait to talk to you again in the very near future. We love Love you from the bottom of our hearts. I love you. You make me Thank laugh and smile and happy birthday, sister. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yes. Did Thank my you. private little Francie dance. Excellent. All right. <laughs> All right. Everybody say happy birthday, Francie. Happy birthday, Francie. Happy birthday, Francie. Bye. 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 All right. We'll talk to you soon, Francie. Okay. So, all right, she is off, everybody. Uh, but uh, she is not Rear forgotten. Love that now. go. Oh, she, I'm she's sorry. off. That's for sure. Any good well, time? hey now, jo uh, uh, Joe, Bob. Yes, <laughs> I'm losing track of yes. people here. <laughs> We're I'm all blaming. Here. You, I'm blaming you for what Bob said. So uh, <laughs> said she's off, right? Yeah, she she's gone. So well, Bob said but she's she off. All right, off in the best way. I love Francie <laughs> so much. 
All right, I we, I do too. All right, so we are gonna we're gonna cram in uh, two Mad Libs tonight. It's gonna be easy because I'm not gonna need that much from the chat. Uh, but we do have some other audio I want to get to when we come back. Fun stuff. Uh, we, and then there were seven. So <laughs> what are we at Ivanka Con one? <laughs> Meow goodness says. <laughs> Perhaps so. Um, but uh, that. Yeah, the the doomsday of on clock is a uh, one minute to midnight. A <laughs> <laughs> clock, I like that. Uh, so, all right, let's go ahead and hit the break. When we come back, we're gonna listen to some more audio. I'll collect Mad Libs from everybody, and uh, yeah, and and all that jazz. So, okay, we'll be right back with more turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I got I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. I saw this boat in half. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition, the full house edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And of course, once again, Happy birthday to our beloved Francie. Uh, but uh, joining us, as always, on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello. I have kind of small breaking news, and it's not the kind. It's So tonight, keep it, keep it Trump brief. is out there. Yes. On, huh? Just keep it brief, and you're good to go. I will. Tonight, Trump is out there um, campaigning for Strange, for some <laughs> candidate. Hitler. That sounds like something you'd do with this Billy is the Bush. Live headline at Waypo right now. He's out there. Trump, comma, stumping for strange, colon. No, Russia did not help me. So he's turning a campaign stop into himself. Well, when you said stumping for strange or campaigning for strange, that sounds like something you'd do on the weekend with Billy Bush. Um, <laughs> yeah. so, um, hello, so he's, Dirk. He's campaigning oh, for Jesus um, Christ. I did you hear the that motorcycle? In Alabama. Sorry, we just had an asshole on a fucking motorcycle flying up the street but uh oh. but yeah yeah strange uh, in trump strange is in alabama he's running for senate yeah yeah so uh, on the other side of that on the other side of that palin is stumping for roy moore 
Oh, gross. He's running for Jeff Sessions' old Just seat. so yes. gross. All around, it's so gross. Uh, and of course, so your bobber half, uh, bobber from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome back, sir. Howdy, howdy, howdy. I just uh, pulled the apple strudel out of the oven and it's, uh, looks like it's, it's perfect. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> very nice. Uh, and of course, your house guests uh, in alphabetical order, Michelle Ligon in Port St. Lucie, Florida. Welcome back. Hello, hello. Uh, from Port St. Lucie, you're currently not there right now. You're remaining in Bob's house. So, <laughs> and of course, uh, you're uh, within definite slapping distance right now. Uh, Miles oh, yeah. Lagan, uh, right there as well. Hello. Yes, you, you really don't need to remind her of that, but uh, <laughs> it's appreciated anyway. Sure, sure. You know, I mean, it's got to be done. Uh, what but, are uh, for? Yes. And, of course, P.S. Mueller in Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome back, my friend. Where this week I survived colon exam number 11. Oh. Yay. Ouch. Yeah? I'm fine. Did they, did they use a robot? Robots. A robot oh, probot? Robot! A genuine doctor. Oh, okay. Nice man. Not a robot probe? Nope. Robot well, probe. Doctor probe. Robot. Uh, <laughs> we talked about computers during the procedure. And robots? Robot. So and you robot. were, you were yeah. conscious. I remain conscious through all of these, yes. All right. All right. I don't, like, I don't like being knocked out. I La agree. That's how I did my second one. Ah. Yeah. It's a, it's, there's nothing to it. Sure. So, uh, all right. And uh, last but definitely not least, we got to play his jingle, ladies and germs. Joe Santorso. <laughs> to screen it with me. They place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> we could jam and joke your lives. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? Everybody loves clowns. Come on, Joe. <laughs> Who doesn't love clowns? Yeah. Yes. And and Scranton will be opening its first cannabis store in January. Ooh. What? There you go. Yes. Really? One-stop yes. shop for all your Christmas needs. Well, it's you know medicinal only, but I qualify. Well, that's awesome. I have a qualifying disease. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. Well, uh, we'll we'll get we'll get some uh, follow up reports after the grand opening there, Joe. Um, <laughs> yes. So, uh, all right, uh, here we go. Uh, we're going to have to uh, bust this out while I do Mad Libs, everybody. Uh, Tucker Carlson. Uh, this man is the most disingenuous piece of garbage on TV right now. Also a white nationalist. There's a piece over at media. I, there's actually two pieces of uh, the, the initial piece, uh, uh, the, the initial piece where uh, one of the writers over there said, you know, Tucker Carlson's white nationalist tendencies are showing. And then another one from some idiot. Uh, I, I quoted his, one of his pieces from media last week. 
or last Tuesday, uh, the the failed radio show host uh, was like, Tucker Carlson is anything but a white nationalist. No, motherfucker. He's a white nationalist because he uh, he, he loves using the term uh, immigrants, legal or uh, illegal or otherwise, uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, lumping them in with the, you know, criminals, always talk, you know, uh, f- fake, putting out fake, um, uh, you know, hypotheticals about studies that don't exist on the influence of immigrants into criminal activity whereas the overwhelming majority of crimes committed in this country are by natural born citizens um uh and uh you know nobody ever talks about the christian crime wave that's going on since just about every prison person in prison you know 80 some percent of people in prison identify as one form of christian or another he doesn't talk about that he's also i mean he's he's espoused all kinds of white nationalist tendencies uh you know for a really long time but unfortunately we we aren't going to be talking about that he was on with Rob Reiner on his show last night, and Rob Reiner has been spearheading the campaign uh, to expose Russian interference in the election and what is a cyber war that's going on between Russia and the United States. And Tucker Carlson does that bullshit where he's like, oh, oh. Do you really mean this? How could you mean this? Aren't you just trying to scare people? Isn't this propaganda? Well, I'm going to play these first two clips, and then I have some uh, fun time travel action that we're going to do from 2006, from 11 years ago, with a conversation between he and Rachel Maddow. But listen to this. This made me so mad. I can only get these two clips, but here's here's part one. So we're at war. How would you respond if President Trump took you seriously and sent the B-52s to St. Petersburg or blockaded the Gulf of Finland? How would, would you support that? Uh, no. Well, when we say we're at war, we're talking about a cyber war. Yes, and Tucker Carlson fucking knew that. But he didn't fucking bother to, you know, he, he's just trying to whip up fear uh, on his pig ignorant Trump cult audience. Oh, my he's God. He's gotcha. They're calling for a war with Russia. Hot war. No, we are at war. It's cyber warfare, you fucking buffoon. He knows that. He's just mm-hmm. trying to he's just trying to whip people into a frenzy. Anyway, continue. Uh, it, it, it doesn't make that clear. It just says we're Morgan Freeman, who everyone trusts his oh, voice, you know, <laughs> folks in media trust in everyone. We're at war. So but you don't really believe we're at war. Why are you saying it then? Well, because if you watch the entire uh, video, it t- talks about cyber warfare. It talks about how he was able to use, uh, you know, the Internet and, and cyber tools to uh, attack the democracy, which is what they did. But shouldn't you say somewhere in there, we're not really at war. I mean, we're just kind of taking creative license. We're just trying to get you all pumped up. But it's not really war. Like, we shouldn't respond as you would as if you're in a war. Why not just say oh that so you don't God. confuse people? Well, I'd say if you watch the whole video, I did. You, you wouldn't be confused about it. I mean, the, the thing that I've always uh, felt is that you know, people don't really understand the capacity for cyber warfare beyond the obvious stuff of, you know, hacking into people's computers or right. using the Internet. Uh, uh, you know, Facebook, we now find out, you know, that they were using uh, Facebook to push out certain kind of propaganda. Propaganda has been around forever. I mean, you know, from Lenny Riefenstahler on. So we we've had plenty of propaganda. Oh, I've noticed. Right. Oh, I've noticed. 
Well, he is a disingenuous little fucktard. Oh, he's a fucking prick in a half, tiny prick, in a tiny half prick. Um, you know, I, I find it. I think it's very interesting. Like he's like, oh, we're not really at war, and how he's he's he about my he age, is. isn't he? Well, process of elimination has left him where he, you know, I mean, yeah. you know, look who's gone. Bill O'Reilly's gone. Mm-hmm. You know, um, what's her name from Fox News is gone. Megan Kelly, Gretchen Carlson, yep. Greta Van Sustern, right. uh, Eric right. Bowling. Um, but you could yeah. turn it around. I mean, he used to be on MSNBC. He got canned. Then mm-hmm. he was on CNN. He got canned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there he is at Fox. There's another element of process of elimination. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, it, before long, he's just going to be like dumpster diving with Steve Ducey. You know? <laughs> <laughs> or they'll give him his own show, Tucker the Fucker. Uh, <laughs> Mother Tucker. What I find really, really disturbing is, um, and it's not just Tucker who's doing this. And Pete and Joe, you guys really lived through the Cold War. You know, I... I came of you know i came of age when it was sort of getting over the cold war was it was a war it was cold just because we didn't have soldiers out there you know you compare it to the hot war you know which we've heard these terms mentioned it was a cold war which meant we were always on the brink of going to a quote-unquote hot war with russia the fact that tucker carlson is doing what he's doing there dismisses history well, yeah, well, he, can, first, he, can, he conflates according to you know his needs, his editorial needs. Yeah, right. that's true. Yeah. Joe, and, intellectually and, and, dishonest. And that too, yes. And as we are experiencing now, uh, Cold War did involve hot war because all during the Cold War we were having proxy wars. That's yes. right. Yes. Yes. Thank you. And we're doing that now. Syria. Yeah, Syria is a perfect example. Right. Syria, Iraq, Afghanistan, mm-hmm. they're all proxy wars. They're all flexing our muscle. Uh, and Russia's doing the same in the Ukraine, in Syria. So, yeah, I mean, uh, th- there are hot wars and there's people dying. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Well, but just let's uh, stick to the uh, and uh, but real quick, Michelle. Uh, did you want to chime in real quick uh, um, well, on you know, on this? It, it, well, the only thing I have to say is, you know, we we've got these proxy wars going on with Russia. We had them in the Cold War. We had all sorts of stuff going on in the background. But you know, it, is, it also takes away from the other stuff that's going on. You know, like China's um, uh, in Africa. All of the stuff they're doing, you know, we 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 become so myopic in viewing just one thing. And I know Russia's what's, you know, on our minds right now. But there is so much other stuff that's going on that's so hideous at this point. Oh yeah, lots of know. ugly moving parts for sure. Yes. So now, Bobber, did you happen to catch there in the end how sarcastic uh, Carlson got? It was like, oh yeah, I know there's a lot of propaganda going on. Of course, <laughs> I've definitely seen that. Yeah, man, a lot of it's coming out of him and his uh, news station. Uh-huh. Boom. Bingo. And, and and keep that in mind, too, for when we when we go to the blast from the past uh, on, on this audio as well. Um, but, uh, Bob, are any other thoughts uh, before we get to the next clip? 
Oh, I'm, I'd, I'd rather hear the next clip. All right. Uh, and Miles, you got a little something in there before. Anything else you want to add before we get to the next one with uh, Tucker Carlson oh. versus Rob Reiner? Nah, well, I'm, I'm good. All right. Here's the frat boy, ver- the, the douchebag frat boy versus the Patriot, uh, part two. Beyond the propaganda, there, there are other uh, aspects to cyber warfare uh, that have been used. We've used it. Uh, the Russians have used it. And uh, we have to make people aware of the capacity of this cyber warfare beyond sowing uh, distrust and uh, confusion in, in democratic society. Right. I mean, a couple of things. First, you've allied yourself with people like Max Boot and David Frum who have long advocated for real wars, hot wars. Both of them were big advocates of the war in Iraq, predicated on the idea that Saddam had weapons of mass destruction. I think you made a movie uh, actually on that subject that's coming out later this month, taking the other side. But are you a little bit concerned you've wound up linked to people who... I'm going to pause it right there. I want everybody to remember him trying to demonize people uh, who supported the Iraq war being Tucker Carlson trying to demonize people who supported the, the Iraq war. It's fine for us to do it because I was against it before, you know, as soon as Bush was elected, I said, we'll be, we'll be in uh, Iraq. You know, I mean, that's our next war. We're going to be in Iraq. He's going to go try and vindicate mm-hmm. daddy. I knew it. I knew we were going into Iraq nine 11. When that happened, I, I said, we'd be, be there within a year. Uh, took a little bit more than that, but, you know, not much. Um, but, yeah, so everybody remember that. The Tucker Carlson is trying to 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 uh, diminish what Rob Reiner is talking about because people who supported the war in Iraq are stepping up and saying, look, this cyber war with Russia is real, it's dangerous, and we need to do something about it. And you know what? I would love to get back to disagreeing with these assholes about their their position on the Iraq war. But we have a larger yes. threat right now. You know? Yeah, it's called democracy in our country. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, all right, so uh, continuing, last part of this clip. We are advocating and have over decades a series of actual wars where people die. Are you comfortable with that? Well, we have, you know, we have people from on all sides. I mean, uh, there's Norm Orenstein. We have uh, James Clapper, who is the uh, director of of national intelligence. And there are many supporters. Norman Lear is a supporter. We have liberals and uh, hawks and doves, as as you say, on on both sides. So we're not advocating uh, going to war or going to a traditional war with Russia. You just say that. We are already in a cyber war with them. And, right. and uh, if people, you, people want to turn their heads away from that, it, it's at their own peril. Okay. Yeah. People, you are at your own peril if you want to turn your head away from this. You are. He, uh, Rob Reiner is a thousand percent correct. You want to ignore this? You want to bury your head in the sand like the Fox News crowd, like the Trump cult? You're just opening up our country for uh, deeper hurting than uh, we're already in. Deep hurting, yeah, no. So, <laughs> um, they they don't want to admit that, that it exists because then that that opens another door, and that's the door to, to say, you know, Trump may be an illegitimate president, or you know, his the election may have been uh, tainted by Russian influence, and they they want to vehemently deny that, and the only way they can they can do that is to deny that, that we're at the in the cyber war with Russia. Yeah, they want to say taint misbehaving. So, <laughs> sorry. I, Go ahead, Miles. I, I would just, I, I would like Reiner 
to just address what Tucker's attacking him on and just come right back instead of instead of trying to tap dance and make it sound like he's on the defensive go on the offense and what i say what i mean by that is when he when when tucker asked this question he made his phrasing and then he ended it with a are you comfortable with that to which reiner i would i would have hoped that had just said am i i am very comfortable with people that were both for and against the iraq war mm -hmm. recognizing that russia is a threat and it needs to be dealt with. Yes, I'm yeah. comfortable with that. Uh, End of uh, yeah, real, real quick, I just want to read a comment from Sandy and Dur Durwood. She says, uh, uh, Kenny, I'm, I'm with you. I supported the military uh, that I knew that were sent to Iraq, but I didn't support the war. Exactly. And we were demonized. We were demonized. And we said, you don't support the troops if you don't support this war. You know, just like, uh, you know, it, it, and that goes back to what I was talking about with McCain. Um, say what you want about what happened in Vietnam, you know, with the politicians and everything who, uh, you know, uh, let everything happen. But John McCain did what he was told was right for his country. Um, so, uh, but anyway, I'm sorry. Who did I cut off? Uh, Rain? It, I was, you know, I always have something to say. There's two things. There's two things. First off, when it comes to Vietnam, we had a lot of soldiers who didn't have a choice because we had a draft. And I am totally with Sandy and Durwood. I have always supported the troops and have always been against those wars that Bush put us into. Yeah. Um, scooter cans and a cup, you know, and and a little bit to your point, Miles. Um, he asked, "Why would why would Reiner go on the show at all?" And I think that Reiner went on the show because people need to hear this, and the fact that Reiner is a well-known liberal. I am sure that everybody who listened to that show that night expected Tucker to turn him inside out and for it to turn into a mud fest. Reiner didn't let that happen. No. And I think that's a really, really good thing. I mean, I know what we I would have liked what, what Miles was saying. I would have loved to have seen Reiner turn the table. And Reiner could easily have done that. But oh, yeah. he stuck to well, the issues and it, he kept it, it, it on point and he didn't become the sideshow. Well, and, and the the thing was, I, I think Reiner went on uh, with uh, with true di uh, an idea of diplomacy to say, "Listen, yes, you know, this is what I'm talking about." And then, but Carlson's like, "But you're talking about going to war with them. Did you want the president to go to St. Petersburg and drop bombs on him? Yeah, he was, you he fucking was simpleton lunatic! What's wrong he was with you? The baby game. Oh my god, I want to punch the simplest seriously. I want to so punch him to so bait. bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> but the thing is, that it's easy to bait dumb people. Yeah. Rob Reiner is not a dumb person. Yes. Rob Reiner, I am sure, knew exactly what he was doing because I know that Rob Reiner knows exactly who Tucker Carlson is. Oh, he's got his number, all right. Good chance of that. Yep. So, uh, Pete, I think anything? What, I think what's... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Joe? I said, I said, I think what Tucker Carlson uh, demonstrates is a tremendous ignorance of history and the power that propaganda had in the rise of Adolf Hitler and Nazi Germany. Well, I think his job depends upon his uh, proclaimed ignorance of history. I don't think he's, uh, he's that unread. Well, I think, he's, I think he knows history and chooses not to propound it. Well, That's here's the thing. Worse. We, mm -hmm. yeah, you want to talk he's an intellectual yeah. traitor. 
Yeah. You want to you want to talk about and and we do have to get to this because we're we're running long, but it'll be all right. Um, but uh, from 2006, <laughs> Tucker Carlson and Rachel Maddow. All right. Uh, Rachel Maddow was addressing uh, there was a there was a, a a panel of Tucker Carlson, Joe Scarborough, and Chris Matthews. I'm fairly certain this is what uh, got Stephanie Miller to call Chris Matthews a right wing tool. Uh, if anybody remembers that, uh, and she got never invited back on Chris Matthews' show again. But um, uh, Tucker Carlson was taken to task by Rachel Maddow for what is it? Propaganda, everybody. Um, in the lead up to the 2008 election, um, Tucker Carlson decided to compare Democrats who were opposed to the war in Iraq to Osama bin Laden. And, of course, you know, we just heard him say, oh, why are you aligning yourself with people who wanted to go to war in Iraq? To Rob Reiner. And, of course, Tucker Carlson also has said, oh, I mostly oppose the war in Iraq. <laughs> Bullshit, you piece of garbage. Bullshit. Uh, so listen to this, and, and this is this is pretty epic. Osama bin Laden, the whole mastermind behind 9-11. Yes. The guy who attacked us and killed thousands of Americans, does another videotape, threatens America. Yes. On MSNBC with Chris Matthews and Joe Scarborough and Tucker Carlson, that's an occasion to pile on Ted Kennedy. What's interesting? What are you talking about? He doesn't actually. He threatens the American people. Yeah, well, he's Osama bin Laden. Yes. He, he, he's behind 9-11. He's a bad guy. Yeah. I, I, we're not ignoring that. But Let's actually, go get Howard Dean. The substance so this was not really about his threats. Actually, it was much more complicated than that. I've read, I think, every public communique he's come out with, and they're always about the Crusaders and the Jews and how Israel is evil and we're evil and we're going to kill you all. This was not about that, actually. He was making a political case. You read the whole thing. Yeah. It was about how the war in Iraq is doomed because the American people don't support it. And the war in Iraq was waged in the first place because the warmongers at Halliburton and the crazed neocons were behind it. And they, you know, changed Bush's mind and got him to support it. That's like, do you recognize that argument? No. I mean, I do. Jesus Christ! <laughs> so yeah, so they're 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 in in you know I'm gonna I'm just gonna blast through the next clip because uh, you know don't you recognize that argument? That's the same I thing Democrats say. No. No. What's that? Just Rachel's answer. No. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So, but her her response is is priceless. Listen, what, what, first of all, it's a direct threat. He's saying, you, know, you have occupied our land, defiled our honor, violated our dignity, blah, blah, blah. We will treat you in the same way. Yeah, but that's the boilerplate. He always says that. Right, he's coming out and he's threatening the United States. Right. That's, what, that's the headline today, right? Osama bin Laden threatens United States. At the same time, this is directed to the American people. This isn't a speech to George Bush. This is a speech to you Yes, and I. that's the interesting yes, thing. Yes, and he's, so he's citing things that are coming up in American politics. Yes, he says things that he criticizes George W. Bush. You guys are interpreting that as Osama criticizes Bush, Ted Kennedy criticizes Bush, therefore no. Osama loves Ted. No, no, no. It's ridiculous. No, actually, I'm not, using right -wing I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm saying he's not criticizing, and there's nothing wrong with criticizing Bush. I criticize Bush. I'm saying he's criticizing Bush in exactly the same ways, with exactly the same terminology. It's literally like he got the blast facts from HQ. Well, what about when he says, this is not confined to Iraq? Iraq is a, is a point of attraction and recruitment for qualified researchers. Yes. This is a global war on terror. This is a war that is for you or for us to win. You need patience to be in this long war. This is going to last generations. And only one of he us will win. He sounds like Ken Melman when he's saying that. But yeah, in, in, I in, mean, this is ridiculous. In that what? Well, huh, I'm going to blow by that comment. Oh, my God. Oh, I bet he will. <laughs> I'm going to blow by that comment. 
that was really, really freaking wow. That Ken was Melman, so. I'm going to blow by that comment. So much propaganda. Oh well, yeah, you know it, it, he disagreed with Bush because he didn't wear the right cologne on you know uh, that you know back seat date they had. You know, I mean, seriously, this is this is Tucker Carlson is a full on hate monger propagandist against anybody yeah. who is not a straight white male patriarchal Republican. That's where he gets his money. I think he's uh, completely amoral. I don't think he believes anything that comes out of his own mouth. I don't think so he's either. He's just targeting his audience. He's like a slightly he's a thinner. He's like a th- slightly thinner Limbaugh. Yeah, but you know what, Pete? Yeah. Even if he doesn't believe the things that come out of his mouth, the fact that yeah. he's espousing white supremacist ideas—those are the people who pay his his wages. That. Yeah. That's like saying, oh, he money. was a good German. Don't you yeah. think? Well, I mean, uh, he's worse than a good German. Uh, you know, uh, you know the, the burgers, you know, and the, and the Fräuleins and the people just, you know, getting along to go along and keep their heads down and stay out of trouble. Right. Are a little bit different than a, a, a cynical, uh, well-read, well-educated guy um, prostituting himself. Uh, you know, uh, to a racist audience yeah. in order to gather large amounts of dollars. So, so the the two points I just want to say this real quick before uh, we we have to wrap things up before break is that the the two big points between the the 2017 audio and the 2006 audio is that what did he do? Uh, to Rob Reiner, he he said, "Oh, you're aligning yourself with these evil people who started, you know, were were war hawks for the war in Iraq." Flashback eleven years ago with Rachel Maddow, how dare mm. you, you you Democrats criticize these people in support of George Bush going into the Iraq War? You're just as mm-hmm. bad as Osama bin Laden, mm-hmm. and and how dare you criticize Ken Melman? I'm just going to ignore you said that at all. <laughs> and then and then he decries propaganda. Yeah. Mm. Oh, oh yeah, I've heard, yeah, I know all about propaganda. You, you know, dirty thing- little mother tucker. You fucking weirdo creepy shouldn't have that first name. Frat boy, freakazoid, <laughs> lying, propagandist, Fox News beehole. Oh, there's a special place in hell now, for you. you. Know, when, when, he, when he was out of favor, correct me if I'm wrong, I could have the wrong guy, but didn't he get in some sort of trouble uh, representing two Indian tribes? I uh, that doesn't you know, sound gambling that. thing. That doesn't huh? sound familiar to me at all. I don't, I don't know. This all was right. a long time ago, right? Uh, maybe 15 years ago. I'm going to look it up. I vaguely remember yeah, that. We'll, we'll, we'll have yeah. to look. We can't, we'll, we'll look it up and we'll talk about it another time. But uh, we just need quick thoughts on this before we go to break. So let's go alphabetically on the program. So that would be Bobber. What's your final thought on this? Um, I think he's a mercenary, you know, and he'll he'll fight any war for for cash and pocket. It doesn't matter what it is. I hear that, Michelle. Um, I've distilled it down. I think it's war porn and hate porn, and that's it. Miles, that's all there are. This guy's intellectually dishonest and a fraud. I agree, hundred well, percent. Uh, uh, Peter. 
Yeah. Your final thought on this. Uh, I, I think everybody's pretty much echoed what's in my mind. Intellectual fraud. Um, I mean, what more is there to say about the guy? Yeah. And, and what Michelle's in uh, war but, born, uh, too. You know, I mean, I, I will stick to my argument that he strictly does it for the money. Because yeah. what the hell else is he going to do for a living uh, except uh, reverse mortgage commercials? Bow tie model. Uh, yeah. Rain, you get the final word on this before we uh, hit the break. This is the thing. When somebody learns how to use a straw man or any kind of logical fallacy for monetary gains, they can twist an argument any way that they want. And that's exactly what he did. It's a straw man. He uses straw man like it's eating butter. You know, the straw man argument, the red herring mm -hmm. argument, any kind of logical fallacy. He will do whatever he has to do in order to make sure that there's an argument. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, it, I mean, it's it's just like the most masturbatory exercise I've ever seen in, uh, the, you know, the art of debate. Master yeah. debater. <laughs> Go away, Baton. <laughs> Go away, Baton. Yeah. So and normally uh, that would be fine. But the problem is, is that he has a TV show. Yeah, exactly. So. So, all right. Well, on that note, Rain, thank you very much for your succinct point. Uh, we need to hit the break. Uh, we're going to keep this one kind of short. Atomic fire coming your way, everybody. You know what that means, Michelle? Time for a show. Because so, <laughs> um, Michelle has that as a ring uh, or a, an alarm, knowing that my show is going to be on soon. She has atomic fire on her phone. Yes, so, uh, yes, I do. We, we learned that before tonight's program. Uh, so anyway, we're going to hit the break. We'll be right back right after this with uh, the final segment. You're in Mad Libs, everybody. Might have a couple other audio clips. Uh, uh, we'll see what we can do. We'll be right back after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. Fire. Out in the madness, the madness we can. 
call. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Madison. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Washington, D.C. And also Port St. Lucie. <laughs> Twice. So, anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, welcome back to the program, of course. Uh, we're having a, a blast. And we, we are not going to be able to get to the other audio that I had. But we will save it for Tuesday <clears throat> because it is uh, timely quantifiable and oratund. It is timely, quantifiable, and oratund. Do you know what that means? No. No, I still don't know what oratund means after all these years. Uh, so uh, we, we're going to go ahead and just uh, just say, uh, you know, I, I'm really happy that Miles and Michelle, uh, you, you had a good first leggier trip, and you got to go hang out with Bob and Rain uh, and have some cake and some beer and some Mexican food. <laughs> And make farts. And margaritas. Yeah, and <laughs> you be be burping and farting all the way to New York City. So <laughs> that's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and and Bobber, uh, it, it's a pleasure having you on to round out the full house tonight. I mean, I wouldn't feel right. I mean, if three people in your house were doing the show and you were just like. Oh shucks! <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't That's be right. Was, I I was I was pretty busy the first hour and a half, so that's. That's fine. You were stru- strudeling. So. I was making the strudel. Strudel. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be able cake. to roll. I used to be able to roll my R's much better. I can't now. <sighs> Joe's dog has been eerily quiet. Yeah. What's up with that? Sharky. Sharky. 
Sharky, uh, he's just being a good boy. Oh, good, good I, boy. He's a strong good boy. Oh, no. And I threatened him. Oh, okay. Sharky. Sharky. He said he was going to take away his squeaky toy. And I told him I'm going to cut his balls off if he barks. Oh, shit. Oh, no. That's. That's... It shut him up. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, when my wife wants me to shut up, she says the same thing and it works. There you go. So, oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, dear. My. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We, we we need we need Turtle Girl in here. Where are you? Oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, uh, of course, uh, welcome back, everybody. And we're just gonna go ahead and uh, get straight into these uh, Mad Lib shenanigans right now. Look out! Uh, yeah, look out, folks. We got some good submissions from the chat. Uh, they gave me a lot more than I needed, and I apologize if you're one of one or more of your words didn't make it in. But I had to leave room for uh, uh, the, the, this massive seven. Well, uh, uh, I'm not going to be participating participating and contributing uh, contributing words to this, but uh, the six other people on the program will, and we're going to go alphabetically. So let's get to madness. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get mad, live. Oh God bless Matt Libs. Okay, alphabetical means bobber. You're up first, my friend. Body part. <laughs> I always get that, don't I? Um, should that be different this time? Um, the Schwinkta. The Schwinx. <laughs> Mystery of the Schwinkt. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so let me remember how to spell that. Uh, Sphincter. I spelled it right. S P H I N. Yeah, I, I got it close enough. Uh, <laughs> All right, so uh, alphabetically, we are to Michelle, an animal. I need an animal. An animal. Yeah. Um, possum. Possum. <laughs> possum or oh, possum. So, Same difference. <laughs> gotcha. All right, uh, Miles, a verb ending in ing. I'm gonna go with. Ingesting. Nobody ever says fucking. <laughs> oh no, but we're all thinking it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. It's just the easy. Anytime, seriously, anybody, every time, somebody else needs to buy Mad Libs and and run them because I love verb ending an ing. Not just for saying fucking. There's lots of other things. There's sucking, jerking. <laughs> All right, you know what, Kenny? I'm okay. going to buy some Mad I'll run some Mad Libs. I'll send them to you. I'll send them to you. That's your Christmas bonus. Okay. Um, All right. <laughs> <My> bonus. <laughs> your Christmas bonus is Mad Libs. Uh, all right. So, uh, Pete, mm-hmm. I need a I need a verb. No shit. I skipped over Joe. I, I'm, bad at the, I'm bad at the well, alphabet. Is he taking care of Sharky's balls? I'm bad at the alphabet. Well, <laughs> you know what? Actually, I'll give Joe the next one because he'll probably like this more than a verb. So, Pete, give me a verb. Shake. Shake. Joe, body part. 
Glabella. Labella? No, Glabella. Glabella. It's the flat area right between your nose. Oh, okay. I thought that oh, was the, the, the philtrum. No, that's the indentation under your nose. Mm. Oh, okay. okay. Well, Glabella it is. Glabella it is. <laughs> All right. So I'll get the alphabet right uh, next time around. I don't know if we're going to have enough. Uh, oh, yeah, we should. So, uh, okay, Rain, name of a female conservative. No, he, he, did, uh, he did the verb. And then I gave the oh, body okay. part to Joe. Uh, so, Rain, female conservative. Female conservative? Jennifer Rubin. Jennifer Rubin it is? Nobody knows Jennifer Rubin, do they? I do. Yes, and she's okay. not so much a conservative anymore. <laughs> well, it's all right. It'll work. Um, Does she qualify enough? And, uh, oh, man, that's not good. <laughs> because the next one is the same name of a person and then I looked at the word that was after it and it just sounds like it's going to be raunchy um, <laughs> well go okay so alright and that's so, different how uh, yeah I know I know uh, shock shock uh, so okay so uh, alright back to the top of the list uh, uh, bobber an adverb describing a verb um, usually see, ending in dripping. L L Y ending usually drippingly drippingly <laughs> 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 all right uh, so uh, now uh, correct alphabetical order Joe verb ending in ing <laughs> fucking all right <laughs> atta boy atta boy <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you all win. Right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Michelle, I need a number, Michelle. A number. Ah, uh, six six seven. Six six seven. Neighbor of the beast. Yes. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Miles, I need a verb, sir. Ooh. Pop. Pop. All right. Like a zit. Got it. Got it. Um, <laughs> Pete, I need an event. You need an event? An event. Yeah. It could be any event. It could be like anything from a birthday to the Olympics or a parade or whatever. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, bar mitzvah. Uh, bar mitzvah or Bat mitzvah. Bar mitzvah? Either one. I'll give you bar mitzvah. That was your first uh, mitzvah. I probably spelled that wrong, but who cares? Uh, <laughs> and, uh, okay, rain. I need a past tense verb. Like shat. Past tense? Like shat or <laughs> ran. Recognized. Recognized. Okay. That oh, nice. And all right, Bobber, you get the last one. Uh, name of a a, 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 a male conservative. 
male conservative. Yeah. Uh, well, we. <clears throat> I guess we can go with uh, mother. Pence's. Oh no, she's just she's female. Damn it. Oh. We how about husband? How husband of mother? Husband of mother. Okay. <laughs> <There we> <laughs> <go>. <laughs> I love it. That's a name for a band. <laughs> we are husband of mother. Well, oh, Cleveland. Yeah. So. <laughs> City by the bay. City by the bay. <laughs> Mistake by the lake. That's so. That's so. Yes. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> All right, yeah, the roar by the shore, exactly. All right, here we go, everybody. This uh, first Mad Lib, this comes to us from Cool Mad Libs. They're so Ooh. cool. Uh, this is email from an ins- insomniac. Fellow insomniacs, I have some gooey news to share with you. Last night, for the first time in many shenanigans, I slept... Through the entire dotard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the I minute just... my... Oh, my God. The the minute my sphincter hit the junkie... Or hit the junk... Oh, <laughs> well, junkie works. I fell into a wacky sleep. Here are some tips on how you can do it, too. One, don't take possum naps... Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> they will keep you woolly at night. Two. Don't eat a heavy mint before ingesting to bed. Mm-hmm. And three is take a hot swamp gas or a fried shower before hitting the pond scum. <laughs> it will relax all your doll hands. <laughs> 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 was that one for Trump? Uh, that one, yeah. Uh, and number four, mo- and most importantly, make sure you shake in a comfortable bed that offers self-righteous support for your glabella. <laughs> there you go. All right, so here we. This if you stick your nose up somebody's ass. Yeah. So, what was the that best would be line? Filtrum. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Joe. <laughs> I gotta say, there were some good lines in that. Uh, the minute my sphincter hit the junkie, I fell into a wacky sleep. <laughs> that happens all the time. I think yes. somebody wrote junk, and I actually put junkie down, uh, which worked out. Uh, <laughs> who Just doesn't want to sleep? Who doesn't want to sleep on a junkie? <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, here from Cool Mad Lives once again. The appointment. It's the appointment, folks. This is a, a, a this is a, a dramatic scene to be performed by two neurotic actors. Receptionist. Good morning, Jennifer Rubens. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Good morning, Jennifer Rubens Beauty and Robot Salon. Sorry, I totally <laughs> screwed that up. Good morning, Jennifer Rubens Beauty and Robot Salon. Woman on phone. I'd like to make an appointment with Jennifer Rubin and have my penis colored and flotsam dried. <laughs> there it is. Yep. Uh, oh, oh man, I, I, I said the word. Don't say penis in this house. And uh, a receptionist. 
Oh, I'm drippingly sorry. She isn't in today. She had a fucking accident and broke her prick and a half in a six hundred in <laughs> six hundred and sixty-seven places. That's a lot of places. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah. A lot of places to break <laughs> that prick and a half. <laughs> the prick was ar- the the other prick was already in half. So I mean, how many more breaks can you get in that? Um, woman on phone. Oh my, that's terrible. Who can pop me? <laughs> Not with a broken. Never mind. <laughs> I'm going to my daughter's bar mitzvah tonight. I can't possibly go without my crustaceans without my crustaceans styled and my eyebrows recognized. <laughs> okay, you could have said but. Yeah. <laughs> and I have just discovered a broken squab. Receptionist, relax, madam. Husband of mother is the answer to all your calamari. Oh my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. There you go, folks. That's a, that, those are the those are the jokes, folks. Mad Libs that jokes might have been my favorite one yet. That was good. They're, you know, they always get a little bit better. Thanks to Joe for that fucking accident. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, I wouldn't want to break mine in 667 yeah. places. No, Ow. but I, you know, that, I don't even that, have one, and I don't want to see that happen. That whole Mad Lib reminds me; it's been a long time since I've gotten my penis colored. So. Don't save penis in this house. <laughs> <laughs> Just gotta dip it. So, <laughs> is that anything Just- like the bleaching? Uh, yeah, c- c- oh, anal bleaching, oh, oh. anal bleaching, and penile coloring. So uh, there it is. Oh, it, get a color that matches your blue balls. See, see, see. There you go. Look at Bob. Bobber's here all night, folks. So all right. On that note, we're gonna we're gonna uh, wrap things up right now with uh, everybody on the program. Uh, thank you for a wonderful show. This was a lot of fun. I felt like this was a real party tonight, and I I really enjoyed myself. Uh, but so uh, we'll we'll go uh, alphabetical order again for closing things down. And Joe, I promise I won't fuck it up this time. So, um, <laughs> Bobber, what do you have on the way out of the show? Uh, and thank you. And thank you. I, I want to say thank you from me for hosting Miles and Michelle. Uh, this is th- that's a wonderful thing you guys are doing. Uh, you know, to help them break up the trip uh, going to the Big Apple all the way from Florida. And they plus they get to drink your beer and eat your strudel. Well, the, the strudel is going to the Oktoberfest tomorrow, so sorry, oh. guys. Oh, no, I'm sorry. My mistake. <laughs> <laughs> they brought us cake. Yeah, that's they right. Bring us cake. So I, I, I think um, I would just say open, open your house to uh, people you haven't met, and wonderful things will happen. Yay. That's, that's my that. party shot. All right. So, Joe Santorsa, you're next on the docket. I would say the next time you have your penis colored, <laughs> don't say penis in this house! Leave a tip. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant to, I meant to hit this. I just... That's what that's what I meant to play, but uh, oh shit! 
Oh, yeah. Uh, and still, way. Sharky remains silent. Silence. And don't leave one. And don't leave his balls. Yeah, yeah and Sharky. don't leave. And don't leave one of those fake fifty dollar bills that's like folded in half, and you open it up, and it's like fine, Jesus. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> that pisses me off. Uh, but no, thank you, Joe. That was wonderful. So you just leave a tip. <laughs> um, that's all I got. All right, and uh, Michelle, what do you have on the way out of the program? Um, I am thankful for Rain and Bobber to, for opening up their house to us. It made braving the Beltway acceptable. Yeah, that place is a trauma for me. It it makes me cry every time I'm on it. So, thank you very much, and we really appreciate it. Well, I'll tell you Welcome. what. Welcome. I'm a little jealous, but uh, it, it's going to happen. We're going to all hang out sometime. And by the way, I'm opening my house uh, on for Frank's Giving November 4th. If anybody wants to come uh, down for Frank's Giving, it's the Saturday after Halloween, and we're going to serve Halloween-themed Thanksgiving food. It's going to be amazing. You're not going to want to miss the gravy yard. So, uh, <laughs> but, but uh, anyway, uh, uh, Miles, uh, your parting shot, sir. Uh, uh, all I got really is that, uh, you know, looking forward to uh, going to the Sexy li- uh, Liberal Resistance Tour tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And uh, Michelle and I will be taking pictures and we will share them uh, with the chat room on Tuesday. How's that burrito treating you? <laughs> so far, so good. Yeah, exactly. Well, good for Miles anyway. <laughs> the, the good news is Michelle hasn't had to go to the bathroom to dry heat. So okay. Well, let's not get let's not talk about that anymore. What? Uh, <laughs> the the story that uh, Joe Santoris listened to and said, "Sir, do you have no shame?" So, <laughs> uh, P.S. Mueller, your parting shot, sir. Boy, I, uh, you know, I, I had a much larger thought than could be contained here, so I'll save it for next week. And sure. I will simply say, tomorrow it's going to be 90 again here in Wisconsin. Yeah. I got a pile of work in front of me. I'll be working all weekend, and uh, it better be funny. Um, That's all I got to say. Yeah. You're, you're the man for the job, so... I think yeah, I do the work. Um, but uh, other than that, you know, everybody have a fine weekend. All right, very good. And uh, last but most certainly not least, Rain. Uh, uh, this has been a lot of fun tonight, hasn't it? This has been fun and controlled chaos. Yeah, I mean, we even though Francie. there's there is so much. Yeah, I Francie's know we had Francie on top of everything. We, we literally had a, a, a an internet birthday party for Francie tonight. I loved it. I loved it all. I'm glad it all worked out. Um, Miles and Michelle are awesome. And I concur. Michelle got through the beltway. And she, we're going to get her up to New York. And she's going to enjoy the city. Oh, yeah. She's going You're to gonna enjoy love the it. city. You're going to love it. But um, I don't know, man. I'm just I'm full of a lot of love. And, yeah. Turn on and, oh, your hotlight okay. <laughs> in the middle of a young boy's dream. Don't wake do me up too soon. I'm sorry. I broke into uh, uh, Neil Diamond oh, Neil for Diamond. no reason. E.T. Turn on Neil your hotlight. 
<laughs> anyway, here's one don't, thing I want to say. Don't this wake is, me this up. This is important. Pe- Go ahead. Important. Important. So we're going to find out a lot more about Manafort. I know we didn't talk about it tonight, and that's fine. But I think everybody needs to remember that mother's husband was hired <laughs> by Manafort. <laughs> Mother's husband. <laughs> it's my new name for him. I thought that was freaking brilliant. Yeah, that that was that was a that was a combined effort there, wasn't it? That was a Correct. really good uh, uh, stream of consciousness kind of collaborative uh, process we went into. To that. Yeah, so just remember when mother's husband says, "I didn't know of any collaboration." It was Manafort who said to Trump, "You need to hire <laughs> Pence." Vice President Mother's Husband. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just I love that. Mother's Husband. B-E-M-H. Boom. <laughs> of shampoo. So. All right, very good. Tonight was a blast, everybody. Yes, yes, and next Saturday, or I'm sorry, next Friday, we, we haven't mentioned it, but we are working our little fingers to the bone to bring you the 10th anniversary of Four Freedoms blog, uh, Indie Media Weekly Collaborative Bonanza. Uh, so it'll it'll be turn up tonight, but it won't be turn up tonight. Um, you know, same time, same bat time, same bat channel, but it's going to be a little different. Bobber was kind enough to dig up some instrumental music. I'm going to work on making a new uh, promo uh, or intro, should uh, I should say, for that show. We'll try and get a promo out on the network to uh, let everybody know. But basically, tune in next Friday, and it's going to be a huge bonanza to celebrate the 10th 10-year uh, uh, anniversary. Uh, it's like Four Freedoms blog would be in, what, fourth grade now, right? Yes. So. And we're going to try to get some of our regular blog members like Clint and Trojan Rabbit and maybe Scoopster, and I know Tri-Sack. Try, Bob, and I will be there yeah. to call in. And um, yeah, it's gonna so yeah. Be anybody good. who's been reading Four Freedoms, even if it's only been for a year, if you if you know of a blog that particularly like touched you, tell us. Show us I'll on the doll it. and show us on the doll where it touched you. Yes, yeah, where it touched you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm ten sorry. Ten years. Ten years is a long time for a blog, it, even it though is. we're tiny and small. You know that's pretty impressive. Well, um, you're bi- you're still bigger than Trump's hands. So. Oh, I'm sorry, Potter. <laughs> what'd you say? I said, well, we don't make any money off of it, so it's not like we're, you know, we're we're uh, using this to, to try to keep our uh, food on the table. Yeah, we're yeah. not competing with you know Daily Cause or Huff Huff. But Poe. still, we've got a really great core of people, mm-hmm. and. Um, dedication it, even though even though people don't come in the chat room and i know we'll talk about this next week and i know we got to go um our core has grown a lot because of turn up the night and indie media weekly so oh, well that's awesome i did not know that yeah. this is this is good so yeah so yeah. that's going to be going on uh next friday it's going to be the uh indie media weekly celebration 10 year anniversary of four freedoms blog um hosted by me and of course uh, uh joe and pete should be here unless they decide to take the night off. But other than that, we're going to, you know, still do the same show. Um, uh, you know, it, obviously, we've learned we can deal with eight people on a show at a time tonight. 
Yeah, we can deal with it. Hello. So, so <laughs> we can do the show with all of us and everybody else from Four Freedoms next week. It'll be fun. Uh, so, all right. Well, uh, thank you everybody for being on the show tonight. Miles and Michelle have a wonderful time uh, at the Sexy Liberal Resistance Show. And, uh, of course, uh, Bobber uh, and Rain, thank you for hosting. Miles and Michelle and Pete and Joe, thank you, as always, for being on the program. And, of course, Rain. Um, but, uh, yeah, we get, we got to wrap things up right now. And uh, keep your ears peeled for Halloween programming and turn up the night turns 10 years old this December. So we're going to do something special for that. Although I won't be bringing back former co-hosts because I talked about that already and I'm just not going to do it. (laughs) I might. I might. But I doubt it. Uh, So anyway, that's it. Everybody have a lovely uh, evening and uh, check out all the other fine programming here on Indie Media Weekly. See you on Tuesday. Goodbye. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) 